Today on Gamerhead Radio, we bring you the third part of our epic E3 coverage. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. This is uh, part three of three of our E3 2015 coverage. I am Charlie Technotronicor and Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. Morpheus for villains, come on! And for this episode, once again, we are minus goat, as we will be for the next few weeks, so we brought in one of his bandmates. Say hi, Travis. Hello. You should find an outlet. <laughs> I have plenty of outlets. I meant besides vagina. That's Mr. Travis Lanning. Uh, you may remember him from previous episodes of Gamerhead Radio where he talked about some things. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've got Mr. Ricky Keller. Hi, Ricky. Hey, how you doing? I loved her, right? You blew it. Fish. I, I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Very good. I have this tasty beer in front of me. Ah, yes, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned, oh, uh, like the rest of our E3 coverage, this is uh, sponsored by Arcade Brewery. Uh, once again, thank you to Arcade for uh, for making... This beer, um, the invoice for the wheelchair ramp will be in the mail. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, yeah. So, uh, E3 2015. uh, This episode is going to be basically, uh, now that we've had time to digest the news and and just really, like, let everything sink in and kind of look back on it and get kind of out of the hype of the moment, um, just sort of look back and say what we really, um, what what we feel. It will be our gratuitous uh, dissection of depth and emotion. Feelings. So that, feelings, Charlie. That'll be what John's doing. I did um, not come prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no feelings. Well, when I say feelings, I mean like I'm, I'm going to like maybe feelings your butt. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, then I'm on board. Okay. I didn't <laughs> come prepared for that one either, but Charlie can do it. So. Well, you, <laughs> you, you do have your butt with you, so technically you are prepared. I'm going to get it, buddy. I, I'm going to get stumped, it. So I think you got me. <laughs> To be clear, the delicious arcade beer is not the reason I'm wanting to grab everyone's ass. I'm just feeling ass-grabby today. By the way, John, happy Father's Day. Yeah, Thank happy you very Father's much. Day. As we record this, it is Father's Day. It is and, my, uh, my first Father's Day. And uh, with you and your adorable... I mean, like, it is wrong how adorable your son is. I am very fortunate that he does not look like Sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Although I could, I could almost swear at night from his crib, I hear, Hey, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> That was very good. Well done. Baby. That's what he says when he wants us to change his, his poopy butt. Wow. Yeah. So, I almost spit my beer out. But, um, yeah, Father's Day. Father, I'm, I'm so glad that you didn't spit your beer out. That would have been amazing. Though. Um, my, my Father's Day uh, came with wonderful gifts. My, uh, my beautiful lady uh, saw fit to, to reward me for being, um, I guess, a, 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 a passably acceptable father by buying me a, a new 3DS, uh, which I, I spent the majority of my morning playing with when she gave it to me, and uh, I love it, man. I, it, it will certainly give me more to discuss and uh, talk about on upcoming episodes in my What I Played section, because I'm going to be playing a lot of it. I like it. So, um, so, uh, so if you were an excellent father, you would have gotten the PlayStation 4? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I would have gotten say. that and a Wii U and a PlayStation 4. That's what an okay. excellent father gets. Okay. I mean, I'm just okay. But I'll take it. It was wonderful. 3DS is the half-assed father gift. That's right. No, it was, it was a delightful <laughs> surprise, and I, I appreciate it tremendously. It's going to be uh, nice. 
putting that uh, that uh, Nindy bundle to use. I am, <laughs> and that's the first thing I did was register that shit and start installing, and and so now I have a, a built-in library just for just for giving to charity. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so I figure um, we'll take these. We'll, we'll at least maybe we'll start by taking these one at a time. But if we go down side paths and derailments or whatever, I'm okay with it. Uh, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, Microsoft. Um, were you guys um, so Travis? In terms of Microsoft's presentation, where do you think that they fell? In terms of, do you, did they impress you? Did they bore you? Like, where? Like, how do you feel about them? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's so that glad they brought it. Great. Some of the, I mean, I, did, I liked like the stuff that they did show. The one thing I was confused about was the backwards compatibility thing confused how because in order in order for this to work you have to put a game disc in and then it downloads it if just, I'm not just mistaken. like just like regular xbox one game same thing it installs to <laughs> the hard drive okay it does it really the yes. entire game yep but to me that That's doesn't really seem backwards compatibility like you know because backwards compatibility to me would mean you put the disc in and it will play well uh okay unless I, it's, it's basically like I the suppose, digital yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's only problablematic if you have a 500 gig hard drive. Or 500, yeah, yeah 500 it's going to be full drive, yeah. instantly. Yeah, I well, mean, mine's already pretty much full, which makes me frustrated. Here's, here's the upside to installing 360 games, is that they're at max 8 gigs and not at max 50 gigs. Yeah. So there's That's that. True. Um yeah, it's um the, the the way that they are doing this is by emulation. So basically, there's a virtual Xbox 360 running in your Xbox One that okay. is then running these games. Because I guess com- that makes sense. Yeah, because they're completely different code, they're completely different programming and everything, and so they've got to have that um that that uh, you know they have to have the Xbox 360 operating system essentially. Oh yeah, because otherwise running it'll crash. If I'm um, not mistaken, right? Like basically, it's, it's like putting a ninety Windows 95 game into a Windows 7. Computer, uh, right? It's more like putting a Mac game into a Windows computer. It's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's not that's not a joke. They're they're completely different. Like if you okay. if you put an Xbox, if you fed Xbox 360 code to an Xbox One, it would say, "I don't know what this is. I don't know yeah. what to do with this." There definitely needs to be some sort of middleware in between to interpret yeah. everything that's okay. going on for the hardware. From what I understand, too, this is uh, this was not an easy thing for them to do, and uh, Sony responded to it. This, yeah, I saw this week that. and said. Mm. We have no plans to do this, but we applaud them because this was yeah. not easy for them. Even Sony said this this could not building the architecture for this, reverse engineering the architecture for this into that that hardware had to be very difficult and good for them. But we're not yeah. doing it. They yeah, because they, yeah, they they yeah. said that uh, you know they're not looking into it right now. Maybe down the road they might, but yeah. right now they're not going to because it is a lot of work. Yes, I think for PlayStation Four it's going to be a lot more difficult because PS Three was. Very drastically different. It was the than, cell coding or whatever, right? There was something <clears throat> about, I think, the processor. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, it's um, you know, with uh, with with how with Snowy's Snowy's Snowy. Snowy. <laughs> <laughs> Spent too much time at your convention, That's man. So Everything's coming out on ease. And... Snowy. That's actually a good pony name. I like that. Um, oh God. With with, <laughs> with with the with the sarcastic and borderline snide way. That's Sony. That, that's where Sony came from. Is that where Snide and Sony. That, that, yeah. I've done that, yeah. <laughs> um, I do that all the time, combined words. Um, mm. uh, that they've had to uh, Microsoft in the past. You know, especially with like, um, in terms of like, you know, the Xbox, you know, 780, you know, 1080, you know, with them changing things. And like, you know, just, just Sony's response to them in the past has been, you know, they've po- kind of poked fun at them a little bit. I'm surprised a little bit that their response to this, instead of just saying like, we applaud them for putting it in there. 
I'm surprised they didn't say like, yeah, you know, that that's awesome that they did that. And I'm sure it was pretty easy with how simple the 360 was or something like that. Yeah. Just no, some no, no, that, that was yeah, what I would have expected too, but they yeah. went the other way. Yeah. They actually were like... Well, they were nice about it. They're well growing played. up. That's nice. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. I, and and on, on the reverse, um, I, I forget who it was, but somebody in Microsoft's camp also um, kind of congratulated Sony for finally getting The Last Guardian out. <laughs> well, they're, it's they're not wrong. Yeah. No. Well, if you remember, like before, when the new systems launched, mm-hmm. PlayStation went first, and Microsoft had said, you know, you know, good luck and blah, blah, blah. When they released first, you know, they said, we hope you're, you do well. Mm. And I th- so I think it was cause it's kind of like a... Yeah, but sense. but aside from aside from the the announcement of the backwards compatibility, were you were you not impressed? I thought, the rest yeah, of I was. Yeah, you yeah. Were, you're good with it. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I saw that was at the uh, rare replay. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Oh man, yeah. I'm so about that. Thirty bucks for thirty games. games. Yeah, yeah, that's a very yeah. very good deal. Here's my money. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are great games too. Yeah. It's not yeah. like these yeah. are whatever arcade titles that no. never made yeah. it or anything. These are no, big games. Good stuff. I'm actually hoping that it rekindles. People's interest in Rare as more than just the guys that do the Connect Sports games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they've really... People today that don't know what their legacy is, I think the reason they're kind of in the position they are is because people don't remember why they were such a big deal. Yeah. A lot and, of people now, they don't... You know, like people like us, like... We played those yeah, games. Yeah, we grew people, up Like, it, you know, a lot you know? of the newer generation, they don't know who they were. Did anybody look at the list of games that are going to be on there? Yeah, um, I briefly did. Yeah, was Jet Force Gemini on there? You know, I, I don't think know. that it was. I, that sounds a... very familiar. God damn, should be. And if it's not, they need to make a sequel. <laughs> um, yes, and yes. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that really struck me at when when I realized it was that um, the it seemed like the most exciting announcements. From Sony's press conference and from Microsoft press conferences, like the, the the things that got people riled up the most were remakes of old games. Yeah, oddly, yeah. Because <laughs> between Final Fantasy VII and you know this rare compilation, I mean, like mm-hmm. everybody's talking about this, this rare compilation. I mean, because it's it's epic. I mean, like thirty bucks for all those games is amazing. But still, we are talking about a compilation of old games here. Yeah, sure. And so it's I don't know. It's like. I, I tried to like take a step back and say like, okay, we've got sequels and remakes and remasters and all this stuff. What is actually new? Yeah, when's oh, somebody going to have a good idea? It's there was hard. a lot of new stuff. There's a lot more new stuff that was announced between all of the the well between Sony and Microsoft this year than a lot of people realize. And I think a lot of the new stuff that people were hyped about, w- they were hyped about until the remakes or things like Last Guardian were announced that sort of swept that that kind of got washed away. You know, uh, by by all the other, the excitement of it got washed away. You know, um, the we talked about it on the last episode. There was a, uh, a game announced uh, during Sony's press conference where it's got a female um, you know, protagonist. Horizon, 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 yeah. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn. Yeah, yep. and yeah. It, it looks that's a new IP, and it's yeah. got it's got all it's the true. things people wanted. It's a new IP. It's got a female protagonist. It's even got fucking dinosaur robots. So, yeah. I mean, it's Dennis, got, you know, it's I'm, crazy. I'm kind of skeptical about that one in yeah. that I want to see something more than just a combat mechanic. Uh, having a female protagonist is great and good for them and the new Assassin's Creed for uh, having both female protagonists. Even it's though a, you know a, Assassin's Creed did it because of social pressure. Well, for sure. I think, I don't know. An article came out saying that, that Horizon. I read that. That that Sony didn't want a female lead for that they game. They were. It made them nervous. Really? Yeah. yeah it made What's them nervous. the? 
problem. Yeah. Sales. I mean, really? They didn't, they didn't think that a game... Sa- I mean, Metro has done well with Samus. Tomb uh, Raider. Tomb Raider has He's done, done fabulously. Forever. That started on no, Sony. No, I don't think, I don't think anybody like us needs to be convinced of these things. I think it's, it's the people upstairs are the ones who don't think that stuff will sell. Like People like us know that there is a, enough of an interest in, in a... Like, I know a couple people who won't play Tomb Raider just because they're like, oh, well, I, don't, I want to play as a man because I'm a man. I know really? a couple people like that, Wow! but for the most part, like or like, um, I know people who, when they play MMOs and make characters in an MMO, they will only ever make human characters. They're like, I can't relate to those other things. They're cat huh. men and shit like that. I don't want to be a cat man. I'm, no. I'm one of those because I can't relate to them. I, like, Tomb Raider and, and Lara Croft, I never had a problem relating to her as a person and her motivations or whatever. I sure. think that's sort of when you're a cat man in, in Elder Scrolls or like this lizard dude. Yeah. A little harder. I, I don't think that it, yeah. the way I grew up and the way they grew up were in any way the same, even though, <laughs> even though like that's probably Came true. from the other side of the neighborhood. For, for mm-hmm. like any of like elves, I have no problem playing sure. for whatever reason. And yeah. that's true. The same thing's true of that. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but, but, but if you write a, if you write a good female character, then I, I don't like I'd, I'll play it I loved the last Tomb Raider oh, I yeah. liked the original yeah, Tomb Raider absolutely. games you yeah. know but the last Tomb Raider was outstanding it was amazing you know? I liked um what I call like second so, so like to me like first generation is Tomb Raider is like the original like original few where it's su- su- like super polygon like ridiculously out of proportion you know Lara Croft second mm-hmm. generation is the stuff in between and then I'm calling like the, the, the third generation is like now yeah is so so second gen to me was okay um, in terms of uh, like the the playability and the story and everything, yeah. first generation, I just couldn't get into it all. Yeah. Just right yeah. from the get go, where they were, where I where the very first time I saw a magazine advertisement for Tomb Raider, and I saw just the you know the you know the original the, the you know the original illustration of Lara Croft and just how ridiculously out of proportion her body mm-hmm. was. It, I mean, like it's I, I'm not saying that like every single character has to be completely proportionate and realistic, but like original OG Lara Croft was just so over the top to me. She didn't bother me then because if you think about when she appeared at the time in the nineties in which she appeared, if you look at her character model and its design in contrast to most of the rest of what was happening in the nineties, she seemed mild to me in contrast to a lot of the female characters you saw at that time. She seemed realistic. That's a disturbing statement. It is. It is. When you think about it though. Yeah. You know? Hyper hypersexualization of of specifically female characters um, has its allure, certainly. But for an entire story or narrative based game, that is not the allure. No, typically. No. so there's a bit of a disconnect. Yes, there are some young young men or young whoever that appreciate looking at this sort of thing, but it's not for the entirety of the game. It's, sure. It should uh, a a character portrayed that way should probably not be the focus of the game. Is, is yeah, point. For, yeah, yeah, for sure. And they, yeah. they definitely changed it with the new one. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. A, and that's yeah. why I think that's one that's yeah. doing so much better because she's much more relatable. To, she's humanized. To mm-hmm. most, most people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you could swap her out for Nathan Drake, and they would both be like, I it wouldn't. Yeah. They have that personality. Yeah. I wouldn't dislike yeah. the game any less that was Absolutely. built around it, or the story that was written, or the character portrayed. The point is, is they wrote a good character. Right. So you know. How do you feel about Microsoft really um, 
seemingly so like I don't know if you, from the start of the the you know of Microsoft press conference they had that intro video which I thought was very well done by mm-hmm. the way of um showing like Master Chief and Lara Croft and um uh, Marcus Phoenix from mm-hmm. uh, Gears of War mm-hmm. and um the uh, char- some random apparent character from Fable Legends I think were the were the mm-hmm. were the ones that were in there um the way that they included Lara Croft with their other platform exclusive characters it really seemed like Microsoft was trying to get it in people's heads that that the new Tomb Raider is an uh, Xbox One. Well, it's a timed exclusive. Which is, see, we oh, know that. Timed. We yeah. know that yeah. now. We know it's timed, but to me, they never said that during the conference. No, they, they, they really, especially the way that they included sure. her amongst all of their sure. their 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 in-house characters. You know, um, uh, it really, I don't know. It kind of kind of bugged me a little bit to be it honest. It pissed me off. It yeah. it doesn't bother me because I know. But somebody who doesn't know, I'm sure it's very frustrating. Yeah. But you got if you're thinking about it from a, a purely business standpoint, where you know that you have a limited window of time to exploit this contract, sure. this opportunity, would you handle it any differently if you were in their position? I think that's, that's a good true. move. As big of a sell as it's going to be, as as many units as that game is going to move, I hate to say it, but if if I knew that I had a timed exclusive. I wouldn't sit on my hands. That's I wouldn't true. rest my rest on guess, my laurels with that. I would exploit the shit out of it. Yeah, and I guess Sony did the exact same thing with everything Star Wars. Yeah, so, they yeah. really yeah. did. They well, really yeah, because yeah, I mean, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's a good marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I have a question for you guys. A little uh, pop quiz. Um, <laughs> so thinking back on the press conference, um, in order of um, number of exclusive games announced um, between Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Who do you think had the most, the middle, and the least? Just what is your perception of who had the most exclusives, and then the least exclusives, and then who's in the middle? That's hard. That's to hard. How do you quantify that? Sony were kind of close, weren't they? Are you, well, you including think, like independent what, titles think, as well? Like because each of them kind of did like little. Just um, in general. I'm going to say Nintendo has the most exclusives. You're say, okay, you saying Nintendo? Uh, has I'm going to say Nintendo, Sony, and then Microsoft. You're yeah. Say it one more time, sorry. Nintendo first. I'm with Ricky on that. Then Sony Nintendo has and the most exclusives. Yeah. Then, and then Sony. Sony and, then and if it's not Nintendo, then swaps Nintendo and Sony. But I, I'm with Ricky. I think it's Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Okay, Travis. That's I, I could agree with that because just looking at the the list and I'm trying to remember them. Because Sony had a lot of exclusive stuff. I mean, they had remake announcements, but they had a lot yeah. of like No new... Man's Sky, The Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm waiting for the surprise. Go ahead. So, so um. I, 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 sh- I should have specified this is launch exclusive. So, like for example, I'm counting oh. for the for the sake of this Rise of the Tomb Raider being an Xbox One exclusive, just just for just at launch. Okay, does that change your and answer Battle at all? Battlefront being you know PS4. And oh, so timed PC. exclusives count as well. Oh, yes. Okay. So Final yeah. Fantasy VII does count. Then I'm going to say that. Sony first. Oh uh, yeah, you're going to say Sony first. Yeah. yeah, Sony then Microsoft. Sony, Nintendo then Microsoft. I'll say. Um. So I'm I'm actually getting this getting my information here off of a list on IGN, and so now I don't understand their 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 methodology because they're not counting Final Fantasy VII remake as a Sony exclusive, but they are. Well, we but they are it is, it's a Tomb timed Raider? exclusive. Well, yeah, yeah but they but they exclusive? are but they are counting Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I don't know why they're counting Rise of the Tomb Raider, not. Oh, that sounds kind Final of BS. Fantasy, so, but going mm-hmm. off of this list, which now is, which now is suspect. <laughs> um, Sony had twenty five. Okay. Uh, Nintendo had 15, and Microsoft wow. had 10. Wow. 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 That is a striking difference. Even if you leave out one or two mistakes as like an editorial fuck-up over right. there at IGN. And they didn't even count Final Fantasy VII, you were saying. So that's not including that as a right. Holy crap. So, that's wow. massive. So, wow. so, so here, here's, here's the quick list. Um, so on uh, for, uh, for Sony, and um, so we've got Alone With You, 
Amplitude HD, Death Tales, Drawn to Death, Dreams, Fat Princess Adventures, God of War 3 Remastered, Guns Up, Horizon Zero Dawn, Journey, which is a you know remake, uh, mm-hmm. of course, uh, Kill Strain, uh, N++ for PS4. Uh, They're still making versions of that game? That's so weird. Apparently. Started um, out as a Flash game. Uh, Near, Near New, it is what's in here. Uh, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, Persona 5, uh, Ratchet and Clank Remastered. Salt. And the way you read that, I'm sorry. It sounded like Persona Five, Persona Five Ratchet and Clank Remastered. Like that was the fucking subtitle of the game. That just, I was like, wait, wait, what? I would play that. Um, Salt and Sanctuary, uh, Skullgirls Second Encore, Tearaway Unfolded, The Last Guardian, The Tomorrow Children, Thumper, Uncharted Four: Thief's End, Until Dawn, and World of Final Fantasy. And Final Fantasy fucking seven. So. And if that. we're going to count it that way, yeah. yeah. That is, that is more than I thought. Yeah. For, uh, for Microsoft, they have Ashen. Uh, no, I, I should go in order. So that was 25 for Sony. So then it should, uh, I believe I counted 15 for Nintendo, which is Brave Tank Hero, uh, Fire Emblem Fates, Gotcha Racing, Mario & Luigi Paper Jam, Mario Tennis Ultra Smash, Metroid Prime Federation Force. <clears throat> yeah. That did, okay, yeah. we'll come back to that. Uh, Ninja Strike. Uh, Senran Kagura 2 Deep Crimson. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei X Fire Emblem. Uh, Super Mario Maker. Super Smash Brothers for... Oh, the, the, the update for 3DS. Why is that on here? That's weird. Yeah, um, that's weird. Star Fox Zero. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Xenoblade Chronicles... 10 or X, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, and Yoshi's Woolly World. And then Microsoft, their, uh, their selection was Ashen, Fable Legends, Forza 6, Gears of War 4, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Halo 5 Guardians, Rare Replay, ReCore, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Sea of Thieves, and I'm done. <laughs> okay. Wow. Then everything else was uh, everything else was cross plat. That is um, uh, that's surprising because I I felt like Microsoft had a lot more going for it than it did in terms of I, exclusives. I did too until did, I looked at this list. You yeah. didn't mention Cuphead. I did not mention Cuphead. You're right. IGN, you're slipping. Uh, yeah. Is it on? Uh, it is on the list. I don't know why it's not highlighted. But okay. let, let's for a second talk about how beautiful Cuphead. Cuphead is oh awesome. Oh my god. It's one of the, so I didn't realize Tomb Raider was only a timed exclusive. I was I'm trying to build stock and a reason why I should spend more money on another console. I almost have all of the current generations, and and Tomb Raider was going to be one of those reasons uh, as well as. I haven't been into Halo as much recently, but that's a, a good reason. And any exclusives, really, what I can't play on another console is what's going to drive me to that console that I don't have. Um, and in that, I think Microsoft's kind of slacking a little bit in this area, for sure. I'll be honest with you, though. Um, I, I've i had plenty of hands-on time with all three of the current generation systems. And honestly, if I had to go back having played with all of them and pick one that I wanted, I would still pick my Xbox One over my PS over a PS4 and a Wii U, specifically because when I'm not playing games on my Xbox One, I'm still doing a shitload of other things on it. I yep, use okay. my Xbox One for a lot of stuff besides gaming. I use my YouTube on it a lot because I can pair my phone with it and yep. search YouTube and throw it up on the TV and yep. play it there. I mm. use it for Netflix. I use it for Plex. I use it for... 
Amazon Instant. Like I use my I use my system for a lot of non gaming everything. You can do most of those things. Now we're gonna get yeah. it. All right, John, we're about to fight in a holy, <laughs> holy battle because you can do most this. of those things on Wii U and PS4 as well. Sure, I do sure. most so of that on my PS4. Um, and not not to be like nah, but yeah, but you know what? Dude. But where I feel like I have the edge on that is I don't nice. have to lift a fucking finger to do it because I just scream at my TV and it does it for me. Okay. That sounds well, just look, like all laziness. And though. if you look up the if you look up the the dashboard update they're doing for the Xbox One coming up here shortly, um, they are really going to streamline the shit out of the way that you do the social side of things on there. They I can't believe nobody Charlie and I talked about this. I can't believe that, that new nobody looks awesome. covered that. Nobody yeah. really showed. They didn't talk about that at the press conference at all. And that to me was a humongous misstep after announcing backwards compatibility and their new yeah. Pro controller because that dashboard update would have been a huge way to tie all of those things together. I agree completely. It, you know, I don't know why they left that out. Get, I, it getting looks very good. 10 yeah. to 20 seconds, anything would have been better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. B- being able to sit there and say, hey, Cortana, is 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 Ricky online right now? And she goes, no, he's not online. Because I can tell you how many times I've wanted to start a party, but I have to stop what I'm doing in the game that I'm playing, which is fine for a single-player game, but total crap when I'm playing like Grand Theft Auto Online or something like a first-person shooter, um, like Titanfall or something. To stop and see who's online, you know, and snap my friends list up. So, I mean, finding ways to use the voice commands in a smarter way like that, I, I don't understand why they didn't talk about that during the press yep. conference. Huge misstep. Completely agree. Um, which is the other thing that I came away from, with aside from talking about the, um, the, the TV streaming service, um, unless I missed it, Sony had absolutely zero hardware announcements of any kind to talk about. Like yeah. updates or anything like that. They, they, they yeah. talked about games and then that's it. Which I mean is good because it's E three. But like the Morpheus but, was like they mentioned it a little bit. It was playable was it. on the showroom floor for some select things okay. that they had out there, but they didn't talk yeah, about no, it. No, they all. they recapped yeah. basically what they said last year, I think. Yeah. And that yeah. was about it, then it was over and they went on to the next thing. That's and kind I, of a bummer to me too, because I feel like there's so much potential there. Yeah. I was really yeah. looking forward to hearing more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, between because um, you know with with Xbox, uh, you know, talking about the um, you know the backwards compatibility, and then later talking about the operating system updates. At least they had some actual platform announcements to talk about. Sure, and Hololens, they had a demo for that. Yeah, oh and, yeah, yeah, uh, true. Was they they had the Oculus something? With yeah, that Oculus well? they toy talked box. about the integration. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the toy like, box they played with. They Which, left out Connect. Almost entirely. And, I don't think they said the word Connect once during their entire right. press conference. Which I'm. I'm a I'm a little surprised at and yet a little not. Um just because uh you know they've they've been you know as, as this the second that they offered the Xbox one without a connect in the box to me that was like a yeah that, that was that end. was a big signal to as to a change in direction on their part and mm-hmm. so I'm I'm not super surprised but yet with the amount of work and development and effort that they put into you know the the second version of the Connect. I mean that is that is an impressive piece of kit, and the fact that they're just sort of like letting it fade into the night. I mean like it's it's very kind of. Surprising I'm sure to it's me. probably not by choice. I'm sure it's because developers don't want to deal with the hassle of taking risks with it. That's what it is. I mean yeah. if you look at gaming right now, not not a lot of developers taking risks, big risks, it's and true. the Connect is a risk. And now Huge that risk. you know you can buy one without Xbox One, you can't guarantee that everyone will. So you have to right. allow for players well, who do and don't, and then you don't get Connect-driven experiences and things that are tailored for that. Yeah. Uh, and that's Goat's one of those people because Goat Goat has an Xbox One, bought one without the Connect, doesn't want to connect, even though Charlie and I have explained the the. 
benefits. There's nothing yeah. bad about having one, really. Honestly, all it does is enhance what's already good about the system. It's just a question of whether or not you want to drop another hundred bucks on it. To me, the hundred bucks is worth it because I use the shit out of the voice commands. Yep. If you don't use those voice commands, you don't care, then I can see why you wouldn't want it. So Goat's one of those people that yeah. has no need for it. I can, I'm sure he's not alone. I'm kind of the same, though. I mean, see? I have... I mean, if we went Godwin, it wouldn't really bother me, but I'm really not in a hurry to jump, go, like, oh my god, I go... You know, gotta go get that connect. Yeah. Uh, well, so my argument for for that has always been you can do the same thing with a headset that recognizes any any sort of sure. microphone headset sure. that people have been playing with. Um, I was an early adopter for the connect, and we I've had I've hosted parties coming over to play various Dance Central whatever type fun games they had, and then it, I just kind of died off. They stopped making games for it or stopped focusing games on it, and then from what I've demoed at your house, it, there there has been improvements but still you there hasn't been investment on a software that's side that's the problem with it it's right. not that there's anything wrong with with the hardware it's that nobody's supporting the hardware it's the same reason that games like steel battalion oh. were a come and gone thing because you could make something for a you know a 40 button controller and then if nobody else develops for that hardware it's going to fucking sit right. in a box in my closet for the last 10 years <laughs> so you know yep i mean it's awesome hardware i just i i wish they'd do something with it and the reality is is outside of voice commands to yell at your tv they're not going to yeah so um i know we've got we've kind of gone all over the place here but sure. um uh ricky what, what was your overall uh impression of microsoft's presentation um they did not need to do much to make me happy pretty much i was looking for so two years ago when they announced uh xbox one and there was all that controversy about you always got to be online such and such things that they have since gone away from and made improvements for to please people which was a step in the right direction all you all they really had to do was not scare me anymore and they (laughs) did that (laughs) so i was very pleased and that was a big for me personally that was a big step in the right direction they had great games to show they focused primarily almost everyone focused primarily on games which was all i really wanted show me games hardware is awesome that's great if you find a purpose for it but games and that's what they did so i was i was very happy cool yeah. john any further thoughts after um what we've talked about already? no i mean i'm i, I was talking kind of back and forth live in the moment with ricky where we were discussing the microsoft press because ricky and i have always had a yearly tradition of like we get on facebook or whatever we're chatting on and we kind of back and forth back and forth back and yeah. forth and Kind of share our thoughts, and uh, I was with him on that. I expected, based on our predictions episode, I expected worse than what I got, and I was not completely unhappy with what I saw. There were a lot of, I mean, when you strip away the non-exclusive stuff or the timed exclusive stuff, and you really look at what they were offering aside from that, um, more strengths than weaknesses. Um, I don't think they needed to put a fucking for GT on stage, you know, uh, during the show. I thought that was silly. Uh, <laughs> Some people <laughs> love the hell out of that, though. though. But, I'm I mean, sure... I'm with you. I'm not impressed. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm sure some goat somewhere thought it was great, you know. <laughs> Um, but oh, no, that it's, was silly. It, no, Go doesn't care. It's a domestic. There you go. Oh, there, well, there you go. There you go. Um, I, but I really enjoyed the the announce. I was I was electrified by the announcement of backwards compatibility. I was very intrigued by the the pro controller, which I think looks outstanding. And from what I've heard, for all intents and purposes, that it is. Yeah. Like, the um, 
you know the the and that's not yet another hardware announcement also on right. Microsoft yeah. side too. In addition to what we talked about before, yeah, the all of the feedback that I've read is everybody's been like, yeah, I'm not going to spend 150 dollars on a controller, and then they touch it and they're like, I want that. So I've read right. three different reviews of that controller that every one of them said 150 dollars. You, you charlatans, a lot of you trying to run. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> you know, and and yep. so I'm intrigued to put my hands on this thing yep. because I'm one of those people as a father. And the sole breadwinner for my family, I think $150 for a controller is absurd. <laughs> but I'm almost afraid to touch it because I'm afraid that its magic yeah, will transfer to on to me. You need to not. You need one. to avoid it. You, you need to text me or call me or, or something if you think that you're going to be in, in, in arm's distance of this controller so I can come and just slap it out of your hands. So I love this guy. He's going to take care <laughs> wow. of his people, man. But everybody said that that crazy-ass so looking, that crazy yeah. ass looking uh, uh, D-pad, mm-hmm. uh, D-pad that they yeah. have on there, everybody said that it is the premier way to use a D-pad if you're a fighting really? game enthusiast. Nice. Everyone said it is fucking stellar. Huh. That it is... Mm. I hope they have a patent on it. I hope... I, I hope because I've never seen that before. One so. would hope. No, it was weird yeah. looking. It was actually the part of that announcement that intrigued me the most next yeah. to the paddles. They also said the paddles are amazing because if you're a first-person shooter, instead of having to let your finger off of the right thumbstick when you're aiming at somebody, mm. you can just click one of the, the you know the paddles and it, and it will reload your gun for you or aim down the side. Or, you don't have to take your fingers off of your aiming sticks to lose That's an edge nice. on, on lining God, up a you shot. Know, you know, I, I want that right now for shooting when I'm driving Grand Theft Auto V. Really? Oh, Ooh, that's a very good idea. Shooting while you're driving. Yeah, because because you you're braking and accelerating. But then whenever I go to shoot and aim, I have to shift my grip to right move bumper, my middle yeah. fingers onto the accelerator and brake, and no, then my index fingers up you know to what? aim and shoot. I take back what I said. Because <laughs> now you fucked me, and now I have to buy it. <laughs> you're no friend of mine, Charlie. I, I I'm sorry. I tried. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> You bastard. <sighs> but no, I, I think so, do you guys too, think so. that's a crazy price for a game controller with that many options? 150 is the price. Yeah. And all of, they said all of the pieces steep, you replace are really strong magnets. You literally uh, like they won't come off while you're moving them, but if you lift up from underneath any of them, they just pop right off. I'm going to wait till someone really stress tests this. Yeah. yeah. Did I say that correctly? Uh, it sounded really stress strange. Stress test tests this. <laughs> this. Man, that was horrible. And that will likely be Ryan S's. on because I had this discussion with Ryan yep. and, and I told him I thought it was absurd and he mm. thought I was absurd like he does. <laughs> so uh, my guess is my first uh, hands-on experience with this might be if Ryan picks one up because I suspect he probably will. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, as far as my thoughts on Microsoft Conference, um, uh, you know, it's... I, I, to me, I, I can't help but feel like I, I know everybody's the, the consensus seems to be and I don't understand, but the consensus seems to be that Sony won, quote unquote, E3. For me, it was Microsoft personally. And really? that, that's not because that's brave, my friend. I, I'm OK with it. I'm OK. okay. I, I, and <laughs> I'm only talking shit. <laughs> it's because the, the biggest things that Sony had to announce were a remake of an old game. Um, finally announcing that a game that we've that we've been aware of and everything is finally coming out. I mean, they didn't have really a lot new, 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 you know, to show off. You know what I mean? It's like Final Fantasy VII. I understand is is a big deal, but still, it is. I, I, I'm going to get hate mail for this. It is still just a remake of an old game. Yeah, but, but I think it's it's like more than just like you know like the current like. Remakes, you know, it's I know like, it's, it's not just a polish. It's not just a yeah, spit and shine. I yeah. understand that. It's a rebuild from the ground up. Remake, so, yeah. But and then the other, the other thing, which I, I, I don't give a lot of, like, I don't give it quite the number of points that everybody else is, is they just said, hey, we're working on it. 
No dates, no nothing. It's just it was like, very, we, we, very It vague. might be three, four years before we see this. They said there's going to be more information about it come winter, but realistically, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, like naive you know, enough to think that Square's going to have this out by the end of 2016. No, because it would probably be no. horrible. I'm going to say, I'm going to say late 2017 at the earliest. Yeah, earliest. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. And so, I mean, that that's one of the reasons why I take some points away from it. It's like, yeah, that it, that's awesome, but we're not getting this anytime soon. Like, there's going to be two more E3s before we see this game. And so it's like, yeah, it's great and it's exciting and people are pumped, but for for the now, eh, I mean, that that's great. Sure, sure. That, that's awesome. Um, Show that's me a more. good point. Tell me more information. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, Last Guardian is by far the most exciting for me. So let's move on to Sony. Uh, so for me, for Sony, Last Guardian was the most exciting thing sure. out of their entire press conference. I mean, like that game, I mean, I loved um, I Go and Shadow of the Colossus. Um, like to, to me, those are some of the best um, best games off of the off of those platforms that you could possibly play. And um, you know, to, to finally see Last Guardian in motion, and um, to just see how good it looked, and how and just the, the 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 gameplay mechanics that they've come up with, and you know, just being able to talk to the creature. Which I, if they've published the name, I don't know what it is. I know he. The, the, I think the, they just call it the Guardian. Okay. Um, the. Um, yeah, to, to actually see how, how you can interact with it and the kind of things you can do with it and everything. Um, I, it's stellar. I'm so excited for that. I mean, I, I mean Between Last Guardian and the new Uncharted, um, those are my system sellers for me. The, those, those two things are going to get me to get a PS4. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted is going to sell me and Last Guardian, same. Yeah, yeah but it, maybe it was just me and like how, the way I was watching it, but like with Last Guardian, did the graphics look funky to anybody else? No. Nope. Like, not well, to me. Th- I mean, those games Maybe have it was a just style. The way I was watching yeah, the art it. style yeah. is—is it just the art it's style? It's jarring at first. It okay. is, it was to me it, it a little sketchy, like a little. Yeah, it looked like real jumpy, like a little cartoony and a little bit. Mm. Was it like they tried to do like cartoon kind of, and CG at the same time? I don't want to say like, cell shaded, but I mean just like. Um, I think what yeah. it is is that the art style that they present in those games always make the game look like they are probably less anti-aliased than they actually are. It makes it look a little jagged and a little blocky in spots, especially okay. if you're looking in the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I understand well, what you're I, saying. Yeah, I was, I was mostly yeah. looking at, like, the you know the, the boy and then the guardian. It's like yeah. they were, like, two totally different, like, graphic styles. They were. He was very cartoony in he contrast. Was, and, and the yeah. guardian was more, like, CG-ish. Yeah. A guardian, those feathers were beautiful, though. Yeah. They were. Oh. But I get what you're saying. It, it's, it almost seems like it's out of focus, and it's yeah. hard for you to concentrate your eyes on it, but... It is it is the style, um, yeah. and it's it's intentional. Don't it's get not me wrong. Like I'm, probably a fault, gonna, but... I'm probably gonna buy it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've, you've already got the to. system, so I mean, yeah, like, uh, it, it's will uh, be it'll be a pretty easy sell, I think. And then um, with, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say with Uncharted that everybody liked the uh, little tech difficulty thing that they had yeah. going on with him. Yeah. Yeah. He was just kind of standing there. and so They talked about that, too, what happened with he that. He forgot the, the controller the, or something, the fracas. right? No, well, first they couldn't find the controller, and then once they right. found the controller... It was dead, it wasn't was it? It was dead. It wasn't moving. So they had a second system My on prediction standby. was true! You were right! Yeah! You were right. Uh, and then, then they had a backup system that was queued up on standby... And then they, it turns out they also had a third contingency where the, the presentation was just a video... Uh, okay. That they didn't want to do, so they did do that demonstration live. Yeah, I saw the That's guy good. afterwards. He kind of like set the controller down. And was just like looking around and laughing. Yeah, like, but according like, to uh, Neil Druckmann, the producer for Uncharted, is they were having a moment where everybody could see it that was actually there in the theater where they were having a fucking meltdown trying to solve this problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, a pretty yeah. funny read. The How hard is it to have so. these things plugged into the to the console? 
and you take well, it with you some, when you're the last person that, hey, the last person that touched it was the dude from No Man's Sky. Yeah. Well, what they said is the guy who was doing the demonstration for Uncharted 4 said that he's one of the only people for for the Sony press conference that didn't do a run through of the game in rehearsal. He couldn't. I guess he couldn't be there to do it in time, and they assumed. So that was all just like on the Rockstar. fly. Rockstar. What, what the hell was he doing? I don't know. They didn't he had all day. It was in the evening. I, I found that to be pretty entertaining, though. That I was thought it was funny. The last, yeah. the very last thing for that, like for their show, and it was there was a fucking technical difficulty. Yeah. I was yeah. laughing. After that, and this game no, needs no introduction. It's a man just standing there. <laughs> yes. Yes. I give you. Nathan Drake's back. Yes. <laughs> it was, it, like I said last week, it was just so that Michelle could scrutinize his high definition <laughs> butt cheeks. That That's was, was that was service, fan service. It was. That was Michelle's to service. To the female fans. <laughs> no, but no, um, that was funny. No Man's Sky is also going to sell me. Uh, yeah, that looks very 4. cool. I, I like, was wrong in my prediction where I said I didn't think it would show much or at all, and if it did, it wouldn't show much more than mm-hmm. it did last year. And technically, it didn't show a lot more. But what it showed was significant. Yeah, that's yes. very, very short little demo was like, and just what you can do in the game was just like intimidating. Holy crap! It was risky that it was procedural and he'd never been there before, so it could have been something. I I was reading some article. He's like, I'm just happy it didn't come up to be like Fucktown or something as the planet name, <laughs> and because theoretically it could have been. Yeah, there could have been still like got test names in there and fight yeah. of something, and he could have died. In yeah. front of everyone, how humiliating! Yeah, well, that would actually been pretty man. cool, though. Oh, and I guess this is what happens when you die. Yeah, no, but either right. way, I mean, it's it's impressive what they're doing, and and but, I, I felt good about their conference. Was it so? Like, was it just me? Like, if you find a planet, like, and you upload your stuff, was it like that? Is like, it's your planet. It's not your planet. What happens is, is it, when you go to a planet that's never been discovered. Um, you have to, the point is to go to the planet and explore it and yeah. discover minerals, plant life, uh, you know, uh, uh, flora and fauna on the planet and any bodies of water or whatever. When you first discover a planet, if you, if you were the first person to get to the beacon and upload all of these things you've discovered, everybody else will see the name of it that's discovered and it'll say who discovered it. You have the claim of being the person that discovered those things on that planet. So it's kind of a like a nice little like pat on the back to the yeah. the explorers of the galaxy. See this how as that dude kept zooming out and zooming out and I was like, Holy Yeah, he said some fuck. of these planets yeah. will never be visited because yeah. I, theoretically they're endless, you yeah. know. Here's the thing that I'm confused on about No Man's Sky. What is the game? That's the I part they're not talking it, about. He said there will be missions, there will be fighting, you know, ground combat, space combat. Okay. Right. Yeah, he, he said, said the one thing that's not in there so far is you can't kill animals because he said himself, I'm a self-professed hippie and I don't want to hurt animals, but I'm, <laughs> he said I'm realistic about the fact that I'm probably going to have to put it into the game. Right. Yeah. I think uh, it won't have any sort of narrative. At, no, I know of narrative-driven so anything, so it might largely just be... Exploration. Explore. That's what it seems. That's, that's the impression I got from yeah, it. Yeah, but how... Compelling is that? He said be? that the the goal of the game is to get to the center of the universe. Oh, he did say that. That's right. Oh, there everybody yeah. on the outs. You start. Everybody starts on the outer rings of this massive galaxy. Okay. And he said essentially it's a race to get to the center of the galaxy, but you got to go through. You can only jump as far as your drive. And then, so is you're capable. you're you're trying to find minerals in these things to further your. Well, he hasn't to get said that or? yet. They haven't said that, but theoretically, okay. part of it is if your if your jump drive can only jump so far. 
Mm. You have to keep jumping yeah. to move forward. Right. You have to keep exploring. And if you land forward. on a planet, you're not going to want to just skip it. Yeah. You're There's no discussion explore. on resource management or whether you have to feed yourself so you don't starve to death. Okay. Or whether yeah. you have to. There's no no none of that like Minecraft cooking element, crafting element. They haven't said anything about that, so I don't know. And then oh yeah, you just made me think about it. are you just are you in a one man ship here or are you? That's, that's what it looks that's like. What it looks like yeah. But I mean, there's capital ships in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you see the That's big right ones. The so it, I wonder so. if you could ever get like a capital ship and a crew of people because they, from what I've heard, the multiplayer isn't going to be like a bunch of people playing together. It's not quite. You're all sharing the same in space. Yeah. In terms of like who imprints what, but you're th- in your own standalone galaxy. You don't meet other players. I don't think. Oh, I thought that you could. Maybe I just. Uh, yeah, I, thought, I hope so. But there's, be, there's limited interaction, if any. Yeah. That would make it more interesting. I would if prefer you could, that. Yeah, if you can see, oh, so-and-so right. discovered this planet. I, I heard someone like describe that. it like Journey. They're there, but what you can do with them is limited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm still, you know, what did he say? It's, we probably wouldn't be anything more about it till like later in the year. Yeah, he remember. said they're going to talk. He said, we'll announce a, a release date soon, I promise. That's, yeah, what, that's he what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. That was it. Which, with all these guys not wanting to announce a release date, I'm I'm fine with because last time I was on, we discussed how broken games are all the goddamn time. Because they announce <laughs> them and they're like this is yeah. This is an okay alternative to me. I'd much rather this See, than that. I saw a bunch of people complaining. Oh, well, they didn't announce the release dates. These press conferences didn't announce release dates. For, oh, Sony especially. Well, they didn't announce release let, no, let them finish right. the fucking yeah, game. Don't let them yeah. rush. As much yeah. as we've all complained about how bad 2014 was for busted games, take your time. It's like I realize I, I realize we're all Americans and we are all about instant gratification. Oh, absolutely. Please just let them do this right. Just let them. Finish. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, and it's like today I watched a video. I think it was like on I think it was on IGN for CD Projekt's uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I think is what yeah. it's called. Oh, yeah. And at the very end of it, it said uh, release date. When it's ready. Oh yeah, fine. fine I was like, it. thank I you for like being it. honest. I appreciate <laughs> your honesty, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, I mean, you know? there's something to be said for studios too that have already figured out their capacity and velocity for when they're they'll be able to release something and have that down. Not necessarily to a science, but they've they've worked it out to understanding what they can commit to yeah. and delivering it by well, because, because that's important a from a business date, standpoint. No, hugely. And if you announce a release date as a, as a consumer, I assume that you are confident that you will ship a finished product. Yeah. Or at least I did until last year. And now I'm Play, still <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, the speaking of which did, did, did any of you notice that even though Assassin's Creed was covered a couple times between uh, Ubisoft and PlayStation, I think it was, was it? No, it was Microsoft. It was Microsoft's press conference and Ubisoft's press conference. It didn't get nearly the amount of like like normally it walks everyone walks out and that's one of the fucking yeah. hot games and yep. you could tell that people like were not unhappy with how it looked but mm. you could tell everybody was just Unity like I'm still mad at you skeptical I'm still mad at you stay over there them being very very good consumers good for you yeah 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 Be, when someone hurts your feelings don't yeah. go try to hug them. Yeah, give them, a, give them a chance. Yeah, to or did themselves. you notice too? Completely different studio. I think the the studio that they did the last one was a studio that has that was the first time they'd ever done a game in the franchise. Yeah. So I, to me, I don't think they really knew what was the it hell like they were new, doing. Like it was a, a, a new, new company. Ubisoft branch. It was a. Th- if I remember, it was a third. No, like a third it was party still a U- company. It was still a branch of Ubisoft. Ubisoft generally mm. doesn't do like a lot of outside of of their brand. 
you know, they've got studios all over the world. Yeah, China, they've got like 20 studios. They don't yeah. need to do any other yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got a pretty wide reach. So, I don't know. I hope it turns out good. It looks it's, it's, It looked very good. It looks better than Unity. I'm know, not going to lie. I already pre-ordered it, but... <laughs> Shame on you. Yeah. No, I'm um, um, yeah, yeah, you, uh, former listeners of the show might remember that Travis is our resident uh, Assassin's Creed expert. Yeah, you slash. and me both, buddy. I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that. I got a love, a deep love for that series that I know a lot of people hate it. But I was serious when I said that if they fuck this one up, I think I'm out. I've been on board for yeah. everyone. I've played every single Assassin's Creed game that has come to retail. Every single one of them. I, but if they fuck this one up, I'm out. I might have to kind of slightly agree with you, and that's yeah. probably going to shock the hell out of Goat, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else about Sony's press conference that particularly excited you guys? Um, how do you, and then how do you think they showed? Do you think, do you think they showed... Do, do you think that... Here, here's a question I want to ask. Do you think they were riding too much on pandering to their fan base between the way that... First of all, I think that theater was half filled with Sony fanboys with the way that people were, were, were screaming well, about... Well, the idea like, of it, isn't it? Well, uh, no, it's supposed to be press. It's supposed to be a press, it's supposed to be a press conference. Okay. There and, was, so, yeah. and so with the way that... I mean, all they had to do was say, and this is a game that we've talked about for a long time, and people are already screaming like, like freaking... You know, they're 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 little they're they're twelve year old girls on hands because stage. they knew what it was because <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't hold on to a lot that they talk about for a long time. I mean, so. they, they, after the Final Fantasy video, they showed people like standing up and like praising. Like, the I would have been one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, me I too. I got. I don't guy. know if I've ever okay, told the right. story about it, but I that game almost specifically that game holds more sentimental value to me than almost any other game I've ever played in my life because of a specific story. I'm right there with you. My my, my question is not is I'm not questioning the fans reaction. I'm sure. I'm questioning Sony milking the fans reaction. No. Again, that, from the, their perspective, it only the best took how many years yeah. for them to okay. say, "Okay, here it is. Yeah. We're going right. to do okay. it." So then, um how do you so then uh, J- Travis how, in general, how do you think Sony showed uh, and you know, I, do, you, do you think they came off well? And then, I, I was there anything th- particularly that excited you that we haven't already talked about? Uh, oh, that we haven't already talked about? Uh, I don't think so. I think but we pretty in, much covered that portion of it. So, and then in general, do you think they showed I, pretty I well? I thought they did okay. I was a little disappointed with, like I said earlier, the Morpheus thing. I was yeah. kind of hoping to hear a little that bit more about that. You know, because mm-hmm. like I said, they it was almost like just a recap they did last year. Then it was move on yep. to the next thing. Um, right. But other than that, I thought they did pretty good. Okay. What about um, you, Ricky? I, well, Final Fantasy VII announcement for me was by far the most exciting moment of the entire conference. Um, but I think that and other games like The Last Guardian, um, Star Wars Battlefront, that oh, is not an so exclusive, good. but that I mean, people will associate it. If you're not thinking about it as a whole and these are multi-platform, people will associate that with the Sony, the Sony press conference. It's just how it works. Um, the same way it's done for Xbox and Call of Duty for years and years and years and years, which... The fact that Call of Duty now has moved over to Sony, I thought was yeah. very surprising. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah it is yeah, surprising. Why don't, I, now, yeah. I was thrilled that that was not like an overly celebrated... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was in there, yeah. and it should have been there because it's coming out, but they didn't They didn't hang I, on that, it When they started talking about that, I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> how many how is, many is this going now? to be enough? So I'm going to say yes. They're, they are... Uh, um, not yes, but I think they they showed <laughs> the best, uh, in my opinion. Okay. Um, yeah. Real quick, just for listeners who might not be familiar, um, 
for as long as I can remember in recent in recent years, um, Microsoft has always gotten Call of Duty content first in terms of map packs and things like that yeah. before everybody else. And now apparently that's Sony has acquired that uh, that privilege, in yeah. where um, where that content is now going to be coming out on Sony platforms first before mm. moving over to the Xbox. Like which I said. Is, uh, yeah, it's a bigger yeah. deal than the reaction showed. <laughs> um, yeah, on the well, bus- on the business end of things, I think yeah, it's a yeah, much sure it, deal. Is. For sure. it is. Um, you know whether or not people care about you know the twentieth Call of Duty game to come out in as many years uh, is another question. <laughs> but hey, they said this Don't time care. it's going to be different. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure we'll or, see. or like, something like that. Rest, yeah. I feel like Sony announced a lot of new IPs too. They had oh twenty five. Yeah, like, I remember the broken well, list that we went through. Early. It's not necessarily new IPs. No, no, uh, new oh, IPs. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right, you're like right. including Horizon, and I I can't for the life of me think of what it's called, but the. Uh, the sword fighting game where you've got, uh, you know, a ninja, or not a ninja, a samurai, a, uh, a viking. That's and not a, Battleborn, is it? Is it Battleborn? Battlecry? Battlecry? No, Cry? I think it no. might have been Battleborn. Ba- some... Either way, we should look into that. But that Too many game, game it looks like a, it's a, yeah, looks like yeah. a big MMO game, right? Um, it, yeah, kind of, it, it like kind of looks like chivalry with good Battle, graphics. <laughs> Battleborn is a game that was announced. It's a free-to-play okay. game. Yeah. That one is yeah. free-to-play? Yeah, I, I think it's a free-to-play so. MMO style. Oh, wow. Maybe Destiny well, style. I'm sorry, Battleborn. And, well, Battle Cry is Bethesda on PC only. That's yeah. something else. Okay, yeah, something that. else. But, it, I mean, like, there's just lots of things like that, that that popped up that looked interesting. Can we talk about something we completely glossed over in the Microsoft con- uh, conference? What's that? That, uh, that bitch in HoloLens presentation. Okay, so yes, uh, I can talk about that because um, so I listened to the um, the Windows Weekly podcast, which yes. is um, which is co-hosted by uh, Mary Jo Foley and Paul Therat, who are basically they are journalists who do nothing but cover Microsoft, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Mary Jo Foley writes for ZDNet, and uh, Paul Therat um, used to write for uh, Windows uh, Insider, and now he has his own site. I think I got the the old site wrong, but whatever. Um, so they have a lot of ins at Microsoft, and they have a mm-hmm. lot of impressions and things like that. And uh, from what they are saying, the the demos of Hololens that they have tried on, especially the more recent ones, do not look anywhere near as good as that presentation. Really? Went on. Yeah, and they they were kind of. They, their their responses to that now of course this is this you know I'm regurgitating like like third you know third degree information here so I mean like this is you know something that they tried and then talked about and that I'm now you know paraphrasing but um, their impression was basically that they were a little bit bothered by that Microsoft made it look so good because they say it does not look that good hmm. um, one of their biggest complaints is that um, so I, I guess in terms of the micro, of the HoloLens development kits that that people have been able to try out from the first version being when it was originally announced back when and then the second version which which was I think was at uh, GDC um that um between those two versions the amount of your field of vision that the that the holograms can un- encompass so like the part so so you've got this this visor over your over your face like ski goggles right mm-hmm. and then the amount of that that's actually screen it's not wall to wall it's actually they, they they compared it to looking to being up close and looking through a mail slot so it's Yikes. there's there's like if like you, tunnel vision sort of thing like no like like if like if you hold like a box in front of your eyes here so like if you look too high or too low the hologram disappears because it's, seems, it's now oh, off screen that seems very restricted almost like yeah and so now they're 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 saying that you know that Microsoft is saying this is not final hardware yada yada and so they're theorizing that maybe they restricted the field of vision they they sh- they shrunk the screen size down to maybe um 
you know, kind of like take a step back and like make it easier for the developers or something. And maybe they'll get back into having it be full field of vision. But mm. they say right now it is not. And it's just like the, the refresh rate and just like the. But that's the what I was going to ask. I'm more concerned about is I understand the field of vision, but what's on the screen? Is there is there an issue with the performance of what you can see? Yeah, that was yeah. So the field of vision being the one thing, and then the other thing is that they said like it, um, you know, just in terms of the refresh rate and the responsiveness, it it it, it was it, it almost felt like um, this is me paraphrasing. This is not a quote, but the the impression that I got was that they they almost felt like the processor that was running the mock Hololens in front of the camera that they had on stage was like two or three times faster than the processor that's actually on a Hololens. They said that the mm-hmm. that the speed and the smoothness at which this thing moved around and rotated and everything is not as good as what they've tried out. False on. advertisement. Again <laughs> product in development. This is yeah. not final hardware. Yeah, I understand. But um yeah, they said that, you know, they they feel like Microsoft did everything they possibly could to make that demo look as good as possible, but they don't think the impression that I have is that they don't feel that the final hardware is going to look that good. Yeah. Which is extraordinarily disappointing to me. Could you, um, for someone like me who is not as familiar with the hardware, uh, explain to me the benefits uh, in comparison to something like Oculus Rift? What, is, what will it do that Oculus doesn't, and what are what's its main focus? Sure. What so... The vast majority of headsets that you've seen, like Oculus Rift, um, any of the, any of the Oculus products, uh, like the Samsung VR, um, the HTC Vive or Vive or whatever that thing Vive. is called, Vive, mm-hmm. thank you, and um, and so on and so forth, is that these are these are virtual reality headsets, meaning that they are completely cover your face. When the screen is off, you see black. Um, the Hololens is augmented reality, meaning that when the screen is off, you can see through the visor and see the room that's around you. So it is overlaying the things that you are seeing on top of the physical world in front gotcha. of you. Gotcha. So okay. with the way that they were showing that Minecraft demo, like showing that Minecraft field of play on like a physical table, that's what it would be like. Right. Is that you would be sitting in your living room looking at your coffee table and it would look like Minecraft was sitting on it, like just as real as if it were a Lego set is the way that they that's were perpetuating it to be. I like that. It's a fantastic concept. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, do believe though in... in from what everything we've seen and heard and know about the two different uh, things, because they are different. A lot of people like to compare them, but they're vastly different. Yes. Um, the difference, I think, between the HoloLens and the uh, you know any of the VR headsets is I think that VR headsets, based on what I've experienced, will come to market soon, and I think that they will find success in the next five years. The difference is I don't think in five years anybody's going to have a HoloLens that's either affordable or convenient or working properly. I think that's more like a 10 years down the line. I think we're seeing the beginnings of a new technology that will have to be grown and fostered a lot Mm. before it can be what they are showing it to be. VR is pretty much, I mean, it's, it's been in the oven for long enough. It's pretty much done cooking. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's there. You know what I mean? That's the difference I think between the two. Now, um, real quick, there's one other major difference is that the HoloLens is a fully, self-contained enclosed Windows 10 computer on top of everything else with a battery like the, you, you're not tethered to, to the wall or to anything else oh. this is again why I say 10 years from now because they can barely fucking get versions of Windows to run properly on a PC these days let alone <laughs> sure. on a standalone Microsoft headset. Surface dude it's the wave of the future no not mm. really <laughs> no <laughs> but that's that is a really uh, important distinction yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um and uh, yeah, which again, just again to uh, to pass along some of the thoughts of Mr. Paul Thurot, um Why? Why bother? It's not like you're going to be wearing this thing outside of your house. 
Um, it's uh, you know with the with the amount of battery that's going to be in there. Sure. I mean, like you're talking like maybe two three hours of gameplay on this thing before you have to take it off sure. and recharge it. Like, why would you bother doing well, that? Well, you and I talked about this during the the, the VR episode we did months back when uh, Danny Waskow was in the studio with us, and I my again I feel strongly about this something like. Um, you know, HoloLens or even like Google Glass I talked about because I did get to try that. Those technologies will be commonplace. He's not wrong. Paul Throt's not wrong about that because when those technologies become commonplace will be when they can put them in your glasses. Your yeah. reading glasses, things that are part of your everyday life that don't require when you can plug it in and charge it like a Fitbit and it mm-hmm. holds a charge for days, you know, then you can use that stuff. That's when it'll be commonplace again, like 10 years down the line. Yep. It's not, it's not going to happen right now. So before we move on, uh, once again, this episode is sponsored by Arcade Brewery. Um, so uh, in, in case you guys have run out to pick up some Arcade Brewery uh, beers, uh, since we've been talking about them, or in case you happen to have any already, I'm sure many of you do because you all have good taste. I know you do. Um, save the caps. Because um, Arcade Brewery calls their caps tokens, and they have ways that you can redeem these tokens for various things at various places. Um, so as they describe it, uh, you can collect your tokens as they can unlock access to special brewery events, arcade swag, and discounts around Chicago. We accept tokens at most of our events to make it extra awesome. Check back here for all of our token redemption, they say on their website, uh, offers as well as on our Facebook page. Please note some redemption locations have limited reward supplies. So as of uh, recording today... On uh, June 21st, um, currently you can redeem five tokens at the Malloy's in Glen Ellen for an Arcade Brewery Grapefruit IPA print. Um, you can redeem um, at uh, Rinelli's Pizza and PH Comedy Theater on Berwyn in Chicago, uh, where each token gets you a dollar off your ticket uh, uh, with no limit. And, um, and uh, at Savory Spice Shop on Lincoln in Chicago... Uh, a token gets you five dollars off any purchase of uh, twenty five dollars or more, and that's these, these huge are, these for a are, single for a single beer cap. Yeah, holy yeah, crap! Right. Um, and these are changing all the time. Um, they have limited ones that they throw up on their Facebook page. I've seen a couple of times, and so uh, yeah, save your tokens uh, when you're going out to get those uh, tasty arcade brewery beers because uh, you never know what you're gonna be able to get with them. It's Amazing. like a real life Fallout. It's badass. Great idea. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm out. And uh, well, yeah, <laughs> as it happens, um, so as for today we are we are having two different um, arcade brewery beers. Uh, we are having a Battle Pug, which I I just love the label of this thing. It's like this this <laughs> Norse god of a man. <laughs> they got a, really good art on them. With a yeah, their artists are awesome. With a barrel of beer under his arm. Riding a giant pug. The derpiest pug you've ever seen. <laughs> that, I guarantee you, I know for a fact that that pug moves bottles if you've never had it. Because my lady went and bought me beer and didn't know that I had had Battle Pug before. Nah. And I said, what, what was it that made you pick this beer? I love this beer. And she said, it had a derpy pug on the front of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not only are they making good beer, but they're, they're making smart, smart decisions with their art. And then, uh, we're, we are also sampling a Highly Evolved, which is uh, their Imperial uh, IPA, um, which, uh, as you might guess from the name and the timing of the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. release, has a uh, Velociraptor. I think it's, it might be a, ty- a Tyrannosaurus, but I think it's a Velociraptor on the front. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of the better IPAs oh, I've had. Yeah, really, really, really good. I'm not really an IPA guy, but that's I've sampled that one. That one's very tasty. See, I'm a huge IPA guy, and I liked right. it. I liked it a lot. It was nice. really good. That is one tasty dino. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so once again, thank you, RK Brewery, for uh, sponsoring our trilogy of E3 episodes this year. Um, you are gods among men. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. so Nintendo. Uh, what do you guys? Do you guys? I mean, 
I, I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna speak for you guys here. Does anybody is anybody impressed by Nintendo's showing? Um, <sighs> no, <laughs> overly underwhelmed. Yeah, I, I would say it's underwhelming. Um, I went into E3. I was so wrong about E3 this year. Like if I listen back to our predictions from a couple weeks ago, I went into E3 thinking that Nintendo was gonna have a better showing than everybody else, which is rare. But based on how things were last year, I expected something. I thought they were gonna have an ace in the hole. And I thought that Ace in the Hole was going to be a an actual Metroid game. Yeah, no, they fucked that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us, tell, tell us how you really. Uh, <laughs> I only I watched like ten seconds of that video, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You, At least you flipped, give it a flipped the table chance. and left the room. Yeah. I was Nintendo like, "That's fans it. Are angry." No, I don't see Nintendo fans get angry about a lot, but they're <laughs> pissed about I, that because I, I, I think everybody like me was expecting real Metroid. Exactly, and I had Googled it, and the first thing that pops up is. Group of people have already put out a petition to have the game canceled. Which that is kind of unchanged bullshit. Or no. something like that. I was like, are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah, that like, is quite the overreaction. I was like, holy crap. It is. You I know, was if like, you don't like the product, just don't buy it. But, but don't, like, don't try yeah. to censor what people well, it, 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 Yeah, I agree with that. But, you know, just watching it, one, it it's not a Metroid game. No. And two, like even for a DS, like those graphics looked, I think, horrible. Yeah, it was not great. It was horrendous. Was I'll agree with you on both those counts. Here, here's my take on Nintendo's uh, press conference. The fault with it did not lie in the production of it. The puppets were great. The puppets were great. Love the puppets. They were charming <laughs> and funny. And to me, it started off so well. Yeah, that press conference started off well, and I was excited. And I, mm-hmm. I, they had me through. The the developer interview they did with uh, with Miyamoto, mm-hmm. and then right after that they lost me for pretty much the rest of it. One or two spots, I liked the girl who was explaining the the yarn Yoshi's for some reason. I thought yeah. she was nice, and that seemed like a very she charming was pretty story. Dirty. Yeah, I like her. But almost everything else they did with that press conference fell so far short for me. Yeah. The um, a quick note. Um, Props to Jim Henson Company, who did the puppets for that. It looked outstanding. Because those puppets were spot on. They were dead accurate. (laughs) Almost creepy. Nintendo 63! Nintendo 64! (laughs) I mean, oh, it was so good. Um, I like how Miyamoto's hair flopped around when he was dancing. It was all shaggy. That was great. Um... But, uh, but, yeah, so Star Fox. Um, yeah, it's more Star Fox, which... It is. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, a I lot of people did. were underwhelmed, I think. Yeah, we, yeah, we mentioned that? this a little bit last week. Um, it seems, uh, yeah, and um, at, 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 when we recorded the last episode, I hadn't gotten the chance to watch the Nintendo press, the, the, the Nintendo uh, Direct yet, but I have now. Um, yeah, it um, it just looks like more Star Fox. I don't feel like they did really anything new. Even they even said like the the transforming R wing that they have in there was was from. Two. Was from it was an old idea just recycled from yeah. a game that didn't make it out, which, yeah. huh. A, I didn't even know a Star Fox game got made, like, was in development, didn't get released. Yeah, the second one, it was, I mean, playable. If you look it up, you can find video of it online. Huh. Like, they showed it, it was almost complete, and then they scrapped it and got rid of it. I give it two months before Galloping Ghost has a copy, but. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, did you guys, did you guys find it to be underwhelming, Star Fox? Or did you think it looked yeah, good? Yeah, a little bit. Like, because, you know, we watched the video, and I was like, okay, I was like, cool, another Star Fox. And but as the more I watched it, I was like, it. I, he, I don't know. It wasn't very it's appealing. Pretty damn early too. Well, that's refresh or good to hear. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better because I was more impressed with the GameCube Star Fox than looking <laughs> at that one. Yeah, it did was not, that Dino something. Because this one is like considered not necessarily oh, the Star yeah. Fox Boo. Adventures. Or? Yeah, 
per se, but it, it it looked like the original Star Fox, but it's different. See, but it's risky with Star Fox because they haven't put out an actual Star Fox game since Nintendo 64. Star Fox they have 64. one for GameCube. Did they they not? Yeah, yeah, they did have it was, one for no, GameCube. No, no, I like, but, but I'm saying that was a traditional Star Fox game. Oh, okay. That no. game was an adventure game. That was like a th- like a 3D yeah, you know, with uh, the, the the female character, what was yeah, her name? yeah, um, I don't remember. I can't remember. Amy? No, that's Sonic. That's um, Sonic, <laughs> equally shitty animal yeah. character. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. Um, but but see, the problem is, is when they put that game out, the one that was on GameCube, people bitched because it wasn't a traditional Star Fox game. So Star Fox may be one of those paradoxical things where it's just like if you change it too much, then it's not Star Fox. But if you give people what Star Fox was. Probably people remembering Star Fox as being a more deep or interesting thing than it was at the time in which it came out than it is now. You know, you smell what I'm stepping in. You dig? Yeah, All yeah. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. Um, I, I thought it looked fine as a Star Fox game, but I just—it's oh, yeah. a question of whether or not that style of game works today as a as a forty dollar or fifty dollar game. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, what game do you think looked the best among Nintendo's lineup? Between I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my top two that I, I I have a hard time deciding between. So you can pick one of these two or a third one if if you have a preference. But between Yoshi's Woolly World and Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, I think Xenoblade looks uh, it was easily the best thing they showed. But Yoshi's Woolly World surprised me. I wasn't yep. expecting any interest in it, and it looked really good. Yep, I think those are two good choices. I'm gonna go with Xenoblade Chronicles X though. Okay, that game looks oh, it just looks fantastic. Great. I'm going to agree with you guys because because after I got so pissed off, I didn't watch any of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. Okay. Um, yeah, really. Um, I mean, Nintendo had, uh, again, like Sony, really had nothing to announce hardware-wise, right? That new Zelda no. game looked terrible, by the way. Yeah. I've heard, you know, I was reading up about it a little bit, and it seems weird being like, because it's strictly almost like a multiplayer well, game. Well, they isn't said it? you can play it. As a single player game, but your other two companions will be like like animated puppets. Is it like Four Swords? Have you guys played that? Well, yeah, they said that that they talked about it during the the developer interview for it. And what bothered me about their discussion for this and this, they just they're starting off on the wrong foot with it. Is they said that the entire concept for the Zelda game started based on them wanting to be able to see and use the 3D well, and so. Originally, it was supposed to be four players, like four swords, and a lot of the puzzles center around stacking on top of one another to reach things or shoot at things totem. that you yeah. can't reach as a totem. And they said that four players looked funny in 3D on the totem, so they cut it down to three, and they built the entire game around the concept of making a, th- a 3D totem. Never a good idea <clears throat> when you when you base your game around the gimmick first. Well, that would yeah. make sense. Or just one concept yeah. at all. If yeah, you yeah. think, you know, the Triforce, I mean, it's... And it looks awkward. Mm-hmm. Graphically, too, it looks like shit. I'm sorry, Nintendo, but it looks like crap. Yeah, it, I expect better at this point. In, at this point in the, in the 3DS's life. I think other games look better. And so especially because, because the link between worlds looks fantastic graphically. Oh, you yeah. can't it looks follow phenomenal. a game like that up with something yeah. that looks like a like an original dual screen game. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I think yeah. a lot of kids might have fun with it. And not yeah. to say that kids don't deserve decent looking graphics, but... But that wasn't my but, problem with it, though, is it didn't look like a Zelda game. Like, the art design for it was really weird. You know, every once in a while they put out a Zelda game that doesn't really look or feel like a Zelda yeah. game? That was my problem with this one. It seemed it seemed to me, at least the impression I got, was that they, they focused a lot on on kids and family-centered games. But that's still not a reason to, like, to dumb down the... 
graphics. No. I don't think. No, it's I not. I would love to know, um, uh, Songbird, if you're listening. I would love to know <laughs> what your thoughts on the Nintendo press conference was because you always speak, um, you know, so highly of Nintendo and, and the things that they typically do, and you talk about Nintendo a lot in your emails to us. So if, I, I would love to know how you felt about the the conference and. Um, you know, just what what you did and didn't like about it. If you've got the time to, to let us know coming up, it would be great to hear that. Yeah, please and thank you. Um, any other Nintendo comments before we move on? I think all they need to do between now and next year is keep the same quality of production and editing that they've had for the last couple of years running. But if you're going to only feature one big thing in your conference like they did with Star Fox, save that for the end because I think it would have been a lot better if they had started... I think the order in which they pitched a lot of their presentation hurt the presentation. I'll agree with that. The editing could have been better in terms of where they chose to reveal things, you know. Yep. But uh, that's it, you know. Just step it up, man. I knew that they said they weren't going to show the the new Wii U Zelda game or talk about the NX at all, their new console, yeah. or whatever hardware it's going to be. Um, next year, they definitely... If they, if they had those two things there, it might have been a drastically different Reggie said show. that they were only showing things that were um, either... That they were only showing things that would be released by quarter... Into quarter one, 2016. They didn't want to show anything else past quarter they one. They did 2016. a lot of things differently than the other two. And that was big three. Yeah, yeah and that was a reason. Well, that, so, so you got to remember that's because Nintendo does Nintendo Directs whenever they feel like it. The, yeah. um, they, I mean, they, they they aren't relying on you know this yearly E3 thing to bust out all sure. their big news and you know with a, with a smattering of other minor you know other conferences like GDC, and which whatever. is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no but it's... that might be part of what hurt them because the last, with the exception of that micro Nintendo Direct they did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last two or three Nintendo Directs have been outstanding. Yeah, that's like, true. Full of gr- like those were better than what they showed at E three, and I think that's part of the problem. That's you know that's a good. <coughs> Don't breathe spit, Charlie. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a good point too. Do you think that in the grand scheme of things, um, because of how big of a focus that E three is? Um, you know, a lot of people pay attention to E3. There's probably, I, I would wager that there's a good handful of gamers that aren't, that don't pay attention to gaming news and media that have no idea that these yearly, that, 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 that the, uh, all the other Nintendo Directs even happen. They only just pay attention to E3 because that's what they're used to. Do you no, I know for be? a fact a lot of people miss those. Do you think that? Yeah, I was going to say, I totally forget about them. Yeah. Do you yeah. think, that, so do you think that this approach hurts Nintendo? Because it, if they it, had announced everything that they, <laughs> that they've announced over the last year of Nintendo Directs, to, you know, this week instead, that would have been a massively different oh, presentation. Yeah. It would have been more than they could have fit. It would have been a two-hour presentation. Well, I mean, they've really curated, of course, but I mean... Because those know. Nintendo Directs are 45 minutes apiece, usually. If they've been know. doing so well at stuff like the Nintendo Direct, they should... I, I guess, you know, yeah, they could have, probably should have saved some of that stuff, I guess, for E3, knowing what E3 is and how big it is. Right. Nintendo, I, put out a new Pilot Wings, please. <laughs> I remember them saying that E3 is not something that they wanted to focus on as heavily yeah. as and, and sort of branch it out a little bit more. Um, another thing that seemed like they did was kind of focus on uh, Japanese on the Japanese market, and mm-hmm. uh, it could be that they're waiting for Tokyo Game Show to release uh, something else exciting. They usually do sure a decent is, showing at TGS, you know. I mean, but obviously, if they're the only one of the big three that don't do an actual press conference, you can tell that it's not their preferred place to do the show. Yeah, that, that's not, before we move on. That's that's also one thing that struck me too is that you know this is E three. This is very much, I believe, an American centric. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you know, press conference, and yet they have game trailers that aren't even subtitled. 
mm-hmm. like Xenoblade Chronicles, to the best of my memory, didn't even have subtitles. It was just straight no, there up There were a couple Japanese. Like, yeah, like that, yeah. And to me, that's a that's a um, kind of a bold choice. It is. Well, they are a Japanese you, company. But, but when you oh, think but about for an American show for yeah American based conference, I think you're. But when right you about think that. about a lot of American anime fans, and I again because Vs for Villains plays a lot of anime conventions, sure. I'm around anime a lot. It, you know, especially the further along than anime fans come, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say that a lot of people who really enjoy Nintendo are anime fans, or vice versa. And a lot of people who enjoy anime stuff don't want anything to do with dubs. They're very particular about that, some That's people. True. That's and a good point. Even though they can't read what the fuck is on the screen in terms of, <laughs> you know, Japanese subtitle or even if it's being spoken. Right. I still know a lot of people who would prefer the purity of it to be left that way. From a marketing standpoint, maybe not a great idea. You know, but I can see why they do it. Yeah. You know. Um, all right. So, so, so on a scale of one to five arcade brewery beers, five being best, one being worst, how did Nintendo do, John? Five, five is the best. Five is the best. One is the worst. How many arcade brewing um, beers did Nintendo do? <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, two and a half. Two, two and a half. Five, yeah. Two, two, two and a half. It wasn't the beers. worst. Okay. They, the production was there. They just need, they needed better content and better editing and what they did have this year. Travis, from what I've heard and from <clears throat> the little I saw, I agree. Two and a half. I'm gonna okay. say three, only because. Ooh. Yeah, I know it's a little bit higher than maybe a lot of people think they deserve. Um, I also think that, to go in their defense, they don't necessarily owe us anything, but it's nice when they deliver. So the Metroid game, for example, a a lot of people are very upset about that. Yeah. But they can do whatever the hell they want with it, just the same way George Lucas destroyed Star Wars. (laughs) It is theirs to destroy. Yes, it is his to destroy. So you don't have to be happy about that. And no one is asking you to be happy about that, but petitions sure. are a little like sure. that's. A I think it's the disappointment of people expected Star Fox. People know right. that Zelda's in development, so what is left in their stable besides right. Donkey Kong and you know Metroid? And they've yeah. done a Donkey Kong game for the Wii U, but there's not Metroid's been MIA for a while. Proper Metroid, not other M. You know, it's um, uh, they didn't mention Splatoon at all, right? They no. didn't, which yeah. is a fantastic yeah. game. I've been playing it a lot. Um, yeah, it seems to be reviewing pretty well, and apparently they are done with it because no no announcements of any further content or. I hope they keep up with it, it though. I mean, they featured it. It was a it was an early feature at the Nintendo World Championships. I mm. mean, that was one of the mm. the first rounds that they did for that. So I mean, it's you know maybe they're just I don't know whatever it is. I hope they support it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give what them a, I'm gonna give them a two just because I just <laughs> could not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, I just I was just so completely just unimpressed and underwhelmed. I mean, like, there's a couple games I'm going to check out, but I mean, like, I I will not I, I, I it would not it would not hurt a part of my soul if I didn't get to play it in any game that they talked about this week. So. Uh, Xenoblade, I want, and Yoshi, Yoshi, mm-hmm. Woolly World, I would like to play. I would, I would say Yoshi, Yoshi, I'm looking forward to the most because you know Michelle and I, we love our side-scrolling multiplayer platformers. Sure. And um, oh, you know what? The one thing I will definitely say about Star Fox, thank you, Nintendo, for using actually using the second screen on the Wii U controller. <laughs> yes, and that's not putting a, a black yeah. brick there. Yeah, yeah. So, so at least that's a step in the right direction. I'll say this about Nintendo's press conference: still better than Electronic Arts. Boom. Really, John? Why is that? Headshot. <laughs> that fucking press conference is <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> um, look, the pacing was terrible, first of all. Um, it, was, it was awkward. The people they brought out on stage did not present that well. 
But the biggest problem I had with it was the... I'm sure in reality it was probably only three or four minutes, but it felt like about ten minutes of talking about fucking FIFA. And they they had Pele come out, you know, big, you know, soccer legend, and I appreciate that. And they interviewed him about the process of, of his involvement in the game and the things that... I don't fucking care! This may be politically driven because of all the shit that FIFA's been getting this year. The big controversy. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Okay, okay. Mm. Uh, I don't know how much that is the case. It may be. Yeah. Who knows? But I'll agree with you. It's too much. A lot of... It's a huge game around the world, but not for, again, the American show. Well, the problem is is that they would go to... They would show, like, you know, NBA Live or... Um, they didn't really focus much on Madden this year. Uh, they'd go to NBA Live and then they would cut to another game and then maybe do another smaller game, and then they'd go back to sports. They kept going back to the sports titles. Do it in the block and knock it off. Yeah. You know, they just kept... I mean, it was literally... I would say half of their conference was sports titles. It was... Probably th- more than half of their profits oh, it was sports so titles. so fucking boring. It was so boring. <laughs> you know, and they tried yeah. to break down why FIFA, this is the best version of FIFA ever. But here's the thing. I know that those are massively selling titles, and the people who play those games... You don't... That conference isn't for those people, because the people who play your sports games aren't watching E3 press conferences. That's very, very, very good They point. don't That's give a true. shit. They're going to buy your game when it comes out anyways. Yeah. It only proves you know? to me that they had nothing else to show. Oh, God. They they tried to make a big deal out of the EA Vault access, um, which it's nice that you get to try it, and I can see that there could be a market for it, because it's, you know, it's four ninety nine for a month. And if you're only they need a lot play... more in that vault though to make that worth it for they me. Do, even, they do. Even even at five bucks, five bucks is a trip to McDonald's, and I still think that that's a better deal than a month of. EA but here's the thing: four ninety nine. They're putting Dragon Age Inquisition in there. I would pay four ninety nine to play through Dragon Age Inquisition and not pay the sixty bucks to buy it. That would that to me because there's right. enough game to justify mm-hmm. okay. that. Okay, you know, that's fair. but most of what's in there, yeah, it's mostly sports titles. Um, I'm definitely. Ex- I mean, I, I'm excited that a new Mass Effect has been acknowledged. Yeah. Um, I wish I had gotten more than just two minutes of practically nothing. Yeah, um, it was it, kind of pre-rendered, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. um, it's worth noting that out of EA's entire press conference, they only mentioned a single new IP. Which was stellar. Uh, this would be Yarny. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the game is called Unravel. The protagonist's name is Yarny. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, very very Yarny E3. Did seems. you did you guys get to see the trailer for Unravel? Um, I did not. I'm, I've, they I've did read something about in Microsoft, it. right? In the Microsoft Prince conference? Mm, I it? don't believe so. No, this, okay, is, this was something that they showed. They announced at the E3 press conference. If if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. Not only was the trailer worth watching, but that portion of the press conference is worth watching because the guy that they had present it was so nervous it was actually cute. Like he oh. was, he was so fucking nervous, and everybody just I think felt for this guy because you could tell he was so excited to pitch his game, but you could tell he was terrified of the people. <laughs> oh god, there's people out there, you know. Um, it looks like it's gonna be an arcade title, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, but it, it's a really title. cute yeah. physics game based in nature that he got. Size he explains where he got the yeah. idea from, but it looks great. And then uh, they mentioned uh, new entries in Need for Speed. Um, I mean, Mirror's Edge Catalyst looks, I think, pretty good. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, of course, Battlefront, um, uh, Star Wars Battlefront specifically. Oh, that and, looks so uh, good. Oh, it does look really, really damn good. I'll give him that. And um, 
And, uh, yeah, not really a whole lot else. The problem is, is outside of the sports stuff, they had plenty of cool shit to talk about. Yep. They just focused on a lot of the wrong stuff. They yeah. did a they did a trailer, an announcement trailer for an expansion for Old Republic, which is odd because I can't imagine many people are playing it anymore. Um, Battlefront looked amazing. Mirror's Edge looked amazing. Um, the new Need for Speed has FMV in it. Oh, yeah, we talked about that last week. The, the, full, the randomly going back to having full motion video smattered throughout a game where it's just completely... Like, why? 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 But why? Why? Yeah. So weird and yeah. awkward. Uh, so let's uh, move to the flip side of the coin and look at Bethesda. Um, Doom. I mean, Doom is back, I think. Yeah. I thought the, the, the stuff they added in that, like the melee kills, yep. was pretty freaking brutal. I yeah, like it's that. It's just hyper-violent and pretty and... It's I mean, Doom. Like, original. And, yeah, it's, it's Doom. It's, Surprisingly, a lot of people yeah. are complaining about it. Because, well, about what? They're saying that they don't think it's enough of an advancement or a leap forward from the last time we saw a Doom game. Well, and, none of you people have played it, so shut up and And a lot down. of people are complaining. <laughs> Did you guys see the ver- the scrapped version of Doom 4 that, that started popping up about three Bits weeks ago? Bits and pieces of it. They played yeah. video. If you look it up, it's, it doesn't look anything like Doom. And a lot of people are saying they thought that looked better because it was fresh. I'm like, we'll just fucking call it a different game then. Yeah. Is this done by the uh, id Studio? Yeah, it's id yep. Software. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Apparently, there have been a lot of problems at id. Um, a lot of shakeups and a lot of power struggles. And is John Carmack still there? No, he, no he John he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's on okay. Oculus. He's, he's on Oculus. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good news. If you, if you go... That guy's it, fucking brilliant. He yes. is crazy brilliant. He's literally he's, he's, what a rocket scientist. He's better observed there. He's you, better at Oculus. Ricky, Ricky, you would love... He's done like... Oh, I'm very familiar with it. Oh, with, go ahead. I'm sorry. You would love his. I think he's done. Uh, I don't know if they're TED talks or just general just presentations where he just gets into like the science and the nitty gritty of the Oculus. You would probably love it. I'm going to go look that up there you very go. soon. Um, and uh, so between Doom and Fallout, um, I mean, right there, that's that's one hell of a press conference right there. Oh, it's great. Um, I think Fallout looks great. Yeah, um, I think I, I like the new as like the new stuff they that uh, you can do in it, like the character customization. Mm-hmm. Like how they yeah. said it's no, it's no longer a chart. It's it's right there and it's so fluid. I think that'll yep. that that'll I, be kind of nice. I appreciate that you can play as a woman. Um, and, and I, how, I, did I, you I am, like how he said that? Yep. And of course you can play as a girl. Yep, yep. And um, I also like that they. Um, I, I don't really understand how this is actually going to work, but they said that for the for the kid, they went through and they pre-recorded like what like hundreds of whatever the most popular names and so that yeah. when you name your character in the game like whatever pretty pretty much whatever name you pick is what they'll actually speak in dialogue because they've pre-recorded all these all these names good yeah. that's something i've crazy. always hated about games where they miss that one thing yeah you know? that, i i do like that aspect of it it's kind of cool it's different the the like uh world building tool that they showed off in the game looks really mm-hmm. cool where you can build you know like living spaces and towns yeah and that does look so great. incredibly awesome. unnecessary but so awesome i yeah. just <laughs> yeah. they confirmed that this is again a single player experience i don't want like a bunch of people roaming around in my world but i would love at least one buddy to roam the wasteland with yeah. same thing with the elder scrolls game just give me fucking one person you yeah. can't tell me that one person is going to break your game that bad i can understand 15, 20, 50 being a problem for quest-based open-world games a, like this, but just give me one fucking buddy. And, it's a lot and more to dog is for. cool, but... And you your know. dog cannot die. They said that? Your dog cannot oh, die, which I think is nope. rad. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I, I missed that little tidbit. That's really good to know. Yep. Um, when that, he hops into the back of that power armor and it like closes yeah. up over him, I I got hard nipples, man. <laughs> that's my new rating scale from one to hard nipples. You get really sexually aroused by a lot of video games, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, John, that was too much information. It's a strange um, it's affliction. never too much information. I thought it was, I thought it was perfect amount. <laughs> Crystal clear. People understand how I feel. That's it. I'm happy. Hard nipples is happy. Uh, clearly. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, or cold. Um, <laughs> yes. But um, and then, uh, what do you guys think about Dishonored Two? What do you, what are, you know, John? Talk, John and I talked about a little bit last you week. You know, I I never actually finished the first one. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the first one was very was bad. Um, you just couldn't get I, into I, it. I I think at the time I was playing like so many different things. Yeah. You know, and it, that game unfortunately just got added to the backlog. I am painfully and unfortunately, I'll say unfortunately, indifferent. I want to like it. I mm. don't give a shit. Yeah, I, I do like how you could play as either character. I thought that was kind of cool. Because yeah. when I saw the trailer, I was like, wait, who is this chick? You know, and then, like the more I watched it and like, you know, read about it and stuff, like I do like it. You can play as either one. Each one has their own set of skills. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, um, it's a, it's also worth noting that uh, Bethesda is apparently taking the if it's not broke, don't fix it um, uh, approach. And uh, they did not have a single new IP to announce. Um, which okay, I mean it's Bethesda. It's not. It's not you know between you sure. know Ed and Bethesda. It's not like they have that many properties. But uh, what you know, it's like it's like what they do. They do very well. Um, but at the same time, it wouldn't mind them trying a few different. Well, they things. took a risk with Rage a few years back, and that did not go very well. well. I mean, even though t- from a technical standpoint, that game was damn impressive. Yeah. Just execution was yeah. not yeah. on yeah. par. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Let me tell you what I want from Bethesda, because they keep releasing Elder Scrolls games that feature a specific region of Tamriel, which is awesome. What I want them to do when the technology catches up is just put out an Elder Scrolls game where it's all of the places you've seen and been connected in one gigantic fucking (laughs) world. Just update them graphically. Do you know what they've done so far as Elder Scrolls Online? Do they attempt to do that in any way? Yeah, no, they, they, um... That that just came out on consoles like the week of E3. So uh, they there was at their booth and stuff like that. They were pushing that and talking about that. But um, I heard that was kind of man. Yeah, as the well, launch but. was rough because a lot of people actually did buy it and MMOs seemed it. to be that way when they launched. Yeah, though. yeah. But um, I was, played I played Elder Scrolls Online. Um, was that the one that was broken really bad and then they? kind of postponed it because they had to fix it no uh, that one actually launched okay from what i remember because i played it within the week of launch you might be thinking final fantasy 14 yes no i played the beta yeah that was that, i didn't care for that at yeah. all uh, the new one's good the updated version y- of it. yeah the the most recent version of 14 is really pretty good. bitching yeah it's uh, awesome. they built a brand new game on the engine and it's outstanding it's basically world of warcraft though <laughs> yeah okay that's true. but um it uh it it's not elder scrolls online is weird it's like they took elder scrolls and stretched it over a traditional mmo skin to trick you into feeling like you're playing elder scrolls like it sounds like elder scrolls it looks mostly like elder scrolls but there's a lot of limitations in it because it's an mmo that elder scrolls would not force upon you like you know you can go and open up crates and boxes and stuff but it's always like total trash items you'll never find anything good in it because it would completely imbalance an mmo if somebody found daedric weapons hiding in it so it just feels it feels like you're getting a lesser version of an engine you're used to playing on just with a bunch of other assholes hanging out with you oh that that's um, interesting you yep 
I, I, I was never going to play this game, and now yeah. I'm definitely not going to play this game. I mean, the yeah, story, I the story writing is good. It, out, it presents like an Elder Scrolls game, so I mean, it probably may actually be one of the better story-based MMOs, um, but it did not. The combat doesn't feel as solid either, so it just didn't keep my interest. Gotcha. Um, Ubisoft. Um, so, John, what was your favorite game that Ubisoft announced? Um, i got to be honest. I... I I enjoyed the, the trailer for the Rainbow Six game. Never really given a shit about Rainbow Six. It looks pretty tactical. Um, but Ubisoft, Ubisoft had a better presentation than than most everybody else. A lot of what they showed wasn't that fantastic, except for uh, South Park: The Fractured Butthole. The butthole. The the, the fractured butthole. butthole. You, can't butthole. Ju- you can't just say the butthole. That's I just, something else. I think entirely. I just did. <laughs> I was South very Park, happy to butthole. say it that way. <laughs> no. Um, my favorite part of that press conference, though, was a lot of times these press conferences, like, they're not very real. Like, a lot of the presenters aren't very real. They come out, and you can tell they're nervous and awkward and shit. Trey Parker comes out, and <laughs> he's asked uh, by Aisha Tyler, like, you, are you guys excited for the game? And they're like, yeah, man. She's like, you don't seem excited. And Trey Parker goes, that's because I look like an asshole with this headset on. I hate these things. These headset mics <laughs> on fucking uncomfortable in this thing. Like, he just totally, like... Jumped out of it and was just real like they those guys always are. Yep. And I dug that. Awesome. That was probably my favorite game that they showed. Honestly, and they showed well though. Was the the game that we were talking about earlier? Uh, would that be For Honor? The the um, the Honor. Viking Samurai and Knights game. That might have the, been. The that might have been during one. during UB's press conference. Yes. I don't recall. Maybe that's what uh, it was. It's a multiplayer focused game mm-hmm. that offers players a chance to control three different factions: Viking, Samurai, it. and Knights. That's the one in skill based sword combat, known as For Honor. The game obviously throws its sort of accuracy out the window, but it's but it's one of the most visually potent, compelling reveals of the entire show. It looked pretty cool. Congratulations, Ubisoft, for announcing new IP. Yes, always appreciated. Um, and then uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, Which was a shock. Yeah. It's it's an well, you, open well, why, world, yeah. you know, shooter. Um, Travis, did you have a chance to catch the uh, the Ubisoft conference? Uh, no. I, I read a little bit about it. So so based on what you're familiar with, what um, what are you excited about? Um, I I don't know. I mean, the last Rain, was it Rainbow Six game they announced one? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah, the yeah. last one I played was Vegas. Okay. Which was a long time ago. They haven't done a lot of Rainbow Six games recently. I think that was probably the last one. Yeah, I, it might have been. Right. They did two Siege games. Okay. okay. Or Vegas games, rather. Yeah. Did they, yeah, there was two of them. Yeah, there was... They did, they did show a lot more of uh, um, The Division, too. That was spread out. Interesting. That, it does look I, interesting. I will admit, I did catch that part because I actually went up, went online and signed up for the beta okay. for it. Because so, I remember seeing the trailer for it last year. And I was like, you know, this looks interesting yep. I kind of want to try it more out more interesting than it showed last year for sure it yeah. looks like it's got a lot of open ended decision making yep Ricky what, uh, out of Ubisoft's uh, everything in their staple uh, what did you what was interesting to you by far the new South Park game the fractured butthole I'll say it properly this time. <laughs> Apologies for my fast. I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad that they're still whole, even though they're fractured. Yes, yes. as am I. I feel this, bad because yeah. I still have yet to play the first one. It's outstanding. Really? Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. It's very good. You're playing the show. Yeah. Is it? It's, yep. it's basically what's happening. It's, the it's last game I actually played that was South Park, I think it was Chef's Love Shack. This is oh, different. Yeah. This, this is, is very different. different. Much better. <laughs> the reason they made this one is because you played that last one. They, they yeah. were very specific apology. about the fact that they were just like, we needed to do this because we have never, ever, ever been able to put out a South Park game that we felt like was representative of our show. So we, we felt obligated mm. to do this. Obsidian did a really good job with the first one. Yes, they yeah. did. 
And it was most of it was done with Autodesk. What? Yeah. Most of that game, if you look at it too, you can see it. All right. Huh. And then of course they uh, they showed off uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate like we already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um don't screw us Ubisoft. Doesn't um, have a companion app already in the right direction. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that last one was broke as shit. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> and then uh moving over to uh Square Enix. Um Just Cause 3. Looks cool. Looks looks fun. Yeah, I like the second one was yeah. pretty fun. Um, I'm definitely um, I'm 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 glad that they're doing another Deus Ex game. Um, I loved the last one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I loved the, the it boss too. battles were horrible. That everybody can agree on that. But mm-hmm. um, you know that's what happens when they you changed that though, didn't they? Like, didn't they make like the director's cut? Uh, I didn't play the director's cut, so I'm not really sure. Uh, I think they did. I think they went times. through, and it was the same game except the boss battles were actually like boss battles. I played the director's okay. cut, and I still didn't like the boss battles. Okay, as no. Much, so. I've started that game three times, and I don't know what it is. It just—I think it's the character designs. The world looks great, but I have no interest in the people in the game. Fair enough. Really, Adam Jensen, yeah. nothing for you. That's nothing, fine. dude. I—I I, I like the environment more than yeah. the characters. It's a well. beautiful game. Yeah. Just. This, I didn't think the story was too bad on the last one. It was okay. Yeah. For being, like, the first in the... New Hitman like, looks pretty cool. good, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. For somebody who doesn't give a shit about Hitman, yeah, it actually looked really good. The trailer was pretty good for that. I did like that. No sexy good. nuns this time around, <laughs> so good job for them. <laughs> step in the right direction, yes, yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, again, just... Uh, Taking that uh, little carrot and dangling it just out of reach of actual any actual information about the game, um, yeah. I mean, like, it, hooray, we saw gameplay. Um, yeah. that's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's another game. It's it's it, a game just like Final Fantasy VII. First of all, they can't possibly put those two games out the same year, right? Um, not if they don't want people's not. head to explode. So they've got so little coming out on the premium end of things that if they're smart, they'll they'll space them out a little bit because yeah. they don't have a lot in development. I was disappointed to see that there was no release date announced for 15, though, for Final Fantasy 15. I was expecting... Oh, a yeah, state. that's a good point. Which, if you got the... I think it came out on Xbox as well, but there's been an addition added to the demo. Episode Duske? Yeah. Yeah. So they updated the demo. They updated the demo. Yeah, they took feedback content. for what people didn't like about it or what they thought could be improved, and they they put it in. That's cool. Yeah, because now yeah. you can actually has that ever battle happened? I think it's creatures. unprecedented. Yeah, yeah no, that's never happened. Very smart. Isn't it nice. something about you, know, you can actually battle like certain creatures now? Yeah, you can battle the big monsters inside the lake. I think I was seeing the big, uh, okay. the big looking things. Yeah, yeah. And they they changed some of the camera controls. But what they did that was brilliant about it first is they put the demo out. They took in uh, feedback in public forums addressed the primary concerns they heard the most. Like, they literally broke them down one by one and then said, we will fix these things. And then they did and put the patch out. And But still, I'm disappointed about... That thing was announced uh, 2011, 2010, when it was Final Fantasy 13 versus or versus yep. 13 or versus whatever. Versus 13, yep. They, need to, they do need to get need on to get on it. That, that's almost yeah, as bad that's as right. The Last Guardian. That. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when they are like, yeah... Versus whatever it was, it's coming out next year. I was, I'm like, that's was, a shitty like, ass uh, name, but that looks awesome. Uh, okay, where's where's the game at? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my guess is we'll probably get a release date next year. Yeah, probably. That's my, that's my feeling. As we've learned, don't rush things. He's excited. Firewatch, I see it. <laughs> so I was going to mention a couple of things that uh, kind of went under the radar. Uh, Ricky, I don't know what Firewatch is. Firewatch is this uh, game where you're, I, I think, a camp counselor or some sort of wildlife uh, preservation 
not a Mountie, but what are those guys called? Uh, they just I know watch the uh, park. Uh, park Rangers. Park Ranger, yeah. Pretty much. And uh, there's some sort of attack. I'm not sure that it was very, very clear, but it looked good, and they had um, some voice actors. The voiceover that, work for that was great. Yeah. It was... So some guys from Mad Men. It was very strange, because I watched the trailer for it, and I thought it was really cool. Because it starts off, like, all happy, and then it gets to that one point, she's like, well, then who is? And then it just yeah. stops. It's like... It's almost like this okay. horror game. It was yeah. brief, but it was really compelling. Well, yeah, um, it was. It's, it's worth mentioning, um, in case this, in case you guys missed this fact, is that um, that the game is headed up by uh, Jake Rodkin and Sean Vanneman. If those names aren't familiar to you, they uh, co-wrote and led development for the first season of Telltale's The Walking Dead. Oh, very so, good. Oh, okay. Nice. I know you're not crazy about that one, but not not about not about Walking Dead. I, I like that I, a lot. I do appreciate some of the other Telltale games, but I don't care for the Walking Dead. That's games. fine. I, I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought the story for first season was better than the second one, um, but the art style is improved for the second. To one. To be clear, so. I have no beef with the storytelling for the Walking mm. Dead Telltale games. I have a problem with the fact that I I don't think that the art style lends itself to. Walking Dead. That's it's, my problem. It's a fair criticism. Yeah, that's yeah, my for real sure. problem with it. Otherwise, what did you guys think of ReCore, that uh, new IP um, on uh, the Microsoft side of things? Yeah, that that uh, was. I was surprised to begin with when I was watching a Microsoft press conference, and uh, you know, uh, KG Inafune comes out. You know, a creator of, of Mega Man. You know, comes out and shows a brand new IP on the Xbox One. I thought it looked cool. I mean, they didn't show much, but the concept quote concept look pretty neat to me yeah um it's welcomed please let's let's have that i don't have much more to say about it than that but i'm kind of excited <laughs> to see because i don't know but i don't didn't know that show much, much more than yeah that, you know i'm compelled they have my attention did you guys catch um rigs the um one of the few morpheus related games that um sort of got mentioned a little uh, bit i didn't catch that one oh no. uh, so um uh, let's see here. Um, so Riggs is a um, PS4 shooter, of course, um, that's described as looking a bit like basketball. If everyone was a robot, you yourself were the ball, and you could shoot your competitors. So interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. It's like a quiffle from Quidditch that shoots. It hits you. Oh, isn't that what they are? No, what, what? The ones that you can blast people with? The, the quaffle. Quaffle? <laughs> is it the quaffle? It's quaffle. <laughs> okay. Never mind. It was a bad analogy anyway. Yeah. Forget it. No, but I, I, I hear you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I, I, I wish. I mean, I, I think this. I, I think this is probably going to be something that that gets said about every E three, just because. Well, franchises and sequels run the business, but I would have liked to have seen more new IPs. Um, but I, I do feel like that the ones that we did see for the most part were compelling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Between like For Honor from Ubisoft, um, uh, Unravel from EA, even though it's going to be you know like a downloadable title, still looks really looks interesting. Um, I think Recore, uh, you know, all we saw was that pre-rendered trailer, but still the concept and the artwork and everything looks interesting. I need to know more about it to really have an opinion. But uh, hmm. uh, I, I, I'm you, you have my attention, yeah. Microsoft. Um, um, Transformers Devastation mm-hmm. made a big oh, yeah. showing on the floor, but not a single press conference covered it. It looks what really cool. Is wrong with you people? Like, why did nobody show this? Well, game? Yeah, and, I mean, like all of the all the the, the media outlets and, and e-zines are like featuring it and going, "Hey, this was like, something really cool. You guys swept under the rug." Um, and Platinum Games is doing it, so it's not like it was a nobody publisher with a shit reputation. So, uh. I'm going to agree with you that I would always like to see more IP, but I think they did pretty good this year. This is compared it, to the last opinion, two. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, so? okay. a better oh, yeah. one in, yeah. than in recent memory. memory. Yeah. What do you guys think about the um, the sudden rise in um, the number of games that have female protagonists? 
I'm happy about it. I mean, I, I guess I should feel indifferent about it. As long as the character's relatable, relatable to me, it does not matter to me the sex and okay, gender. Good. Yeah. So. I agree. I mean, if to me, like if the story's good and the character is good, you know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I'm fine with it. As I, long I'm as it's not way. a character that yeah. you don't... The only know. thing is, is I get like... I'm not one of those people who's horribly sensitive, like sensitive about like if it's a half naked man, I don't get offended. If it's a half naked woman, mm. I don't get offended because when somebody is creating a character from scratch from their memory, when somebody is creating a story, I don't walk up to a novelist and tell them, "Don't write that. That's not. That's not. You shouldn't do that." Sure, it's but not my story. To there tell. are still characters who are very alienating to half sure, of the population, sure, sure. which is a big problem. But but for somebody who's trying to tell a story, it's if I go to Barnes and Noble right now to pick out a novel to read, if I if I have no interest in the subject matter, I just won't read the fucking novel. But I don't tell the person who wrote it you shouldn't do that. Sure, you know what okay. I mean. So I'm not sensitive about it one That's way or the other. Fair. But I'm glad to see an increase in in female characters in gaming. Yeah. Just to kind of continue off of that, um, John and I mentioned this a little bit last week. I'm just going to repeat the comment I made at the time last week. Um, I, I think it's a good thing, but I also think right now we're seeing the knee-jerk reaction from recent uh, recent recent events in yeah, the industry. Yeah, it's and definitely I, a I, social pressure. And I think I, I'm afraid that... I, I guess what I... what uh, Ricky, I think what you said is perfect. It's like, we should be indifferent to this. We shouldn't even be noticing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Um, but. I, I think the the fact that, that we are is still illustrative of a, of a you know an overreaching. It's going to take some time, just yeah. like yeah. anything else. But um, but uh, you know, I, what I'm afraid is what's happening right now is just the overcompensation and just the, the knee jerk reaction to like what I'm afraid is happening in some of these you know in some of these executive meetings about these games of these companies. Just like mm-hmm. man, every, you know, take that game and make the lead a female just because yeah, it'll, take the it'll heat sell off more of copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh yeah, it'll it make us sense. look better. Yep, I, yep. If if they have female leads, I want them to be there for the right reasons. I don't want them to yeah. be written in just for just for PR value. So no, my response to that would be, yeah, it's not good to have knee-jerk reactions like that. But I'd rather an over an overcompensation than an ignorance of but it'll the balance. issue. Sure. It'll and, balance out, and they'll yeah. figure out like you can't just do this one. Oh, all of a sudden she's a girl, and that be all you do. They'll, it'll take some time to figure it out. This is and the beginning happens, of giving people what they asked for. Yeah. It's just, it's going to take a minute to smooth out the rough edges and find the happy medium and balance of it. And, and, as, and as more girls enter the, the game development space, this will be just a more natural thing that happens, which it it's still predominantly a male-driven industry, but at least from a development standpoint. But uh, There was that indie title about uh, the, the blind girl. Or the deaf girl. Oh, um, Beyond oh. Eyes. Beyond Eyes. Or yeah. she was blind, not yeah. deaf. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is was. This, this is not the Quantic Dream? No. Uh, no, this is something else. This is um, this is a title that um, that uh, I believe is a is an Xbox exclusive, maybe? I don't um, recall okay. the platform. I don't... Uh, uh, Xbox mentioned it. I don't know if it's exclusive or not. But okay. um, the the idea is that your character is blind, but um, the... Uh, it's it's kind of like an art house game in that the way that the world is represented around her it's it's how she perceives it because of all her other senses. So when things make noise, they like appear and like are are, are represented in the world. That's a cool concept. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. You know, as as wind blows through the grass, for example, that kind of makes the grass 
It make it makes it it it, it, it shows how she would vis- like perceive the grass as like recognizing it's there, but it kind of yeah. like comes in and out as things like make noise or or interact. You know, as her other senses perceive it. Um, one of the things that though, they mentioned in a developer diary that was not part of the main briefing is that the developer you know also mentioned that um, like when it's raining, for example, it's very disrupting and disorienting to the character because it muffles everything. It's like all you can hear and mm. see, experience and feel around you is rain, and it makes it hard to perceive anything else as a result. So um, you know, just just talking about another gameplay mechanic. I wonder if they consulted anybody who actually is is blind to I, I have to imagine that they did. That would um, be really fascinating. I, know. you know, I... Uh... I feel you know they there was um, through the same uh, Microsoft um, uh, video that they did. Um, I, I know you can watch it on Xbox uh, on the Xbox console. They've got that on the dashboard, the link to all their E3 content. And this is where mm-hmm. I saw that. This is also where I learned about the dashboard refresh. That same kind of like hour and a half, whatever long sure. video, um, where they interviewed this developer. And I just I was paying attention to like five different things at the time. And I'm I, I feel like she probably mentioned where she got the inspiration from. Mm. It would not surprise me if it was something personal. It looked because. awesome either way. Another yeah. another new IP we didn't yep. mention yep. that yep. that it's great. Well I, I mean like it's I would say that it's um it's typical for new IPs to be predominantly in the indie space. Sure. So um you know it's uh, it's it's new so IPs coming from the the big developers is what mm-hmm. I would definitely like to see more yep. of. Yeah but, I agree. Uh, it's yeah. much easier in an indie space to do this sort of experimentation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I still want to know how the hell four people at Hello Games are able to pull off the scope that they uh, showed in that some kick ass algorithms yeah. man. <laughs> My god. Um any other thoughts anything else that you want to mention? Um, quickly going back to that thing and, and having female protagonists, uh, with her being blind, I don't really know how to approach this as a topic, but getting a sense of where people are coming from. So it's, it's important for, for females to feel like they have a representation, something to go to that they can identify with uh, as far as a protagonist, someone that they control and move through these worlds. But it's also kind of equally important for us to understand what it's like to feel uh, as the opposite sex. I think females have a very good idea, given movies and games throughout pretty much the last century, of how, what it's like to be a man or what a man should be. But that feeling <laughs> of uh, vulnerability, of being blind, coupled with being a female protagonist, protagonist as well, there's a big uh, concept of vulnerability that females have that we often take for granted or don't really experience. So I think that's an interesting way to introduce females as a as a protagonist maybe that's maybe i'll get yelled at for saying Most of that, the females, that way but i try to be uh i think i understand nice what you're saying it. it's like yeah. you know it's um with the with the vulnerability that you're saying of being blind um right i i would say that um it, it doesn't sound like you saw this this trailer no um, I, it, I haven't it's I'm sorry. um i i would i would say that my perception of it is that the gender of the character is not going to play into anything at all i think it's just all about the character being maybe blind. not and maybe um, but it might subconsciously sure I it's i don't definitely know possible most um, of what was shown for female characters this year that were new characters mm-hmm. like and the difference between these games and and the one that we're talking about with this deaf character is that almost all of them in the same way that that male characters are figured mostly as big action hero types that's right. mostly what we got out of the female characters that were shown this year too mm-hmm. this might be one of the only exceptions to the game where or the rule where this right. is a character that's not and it's not to pitch in a whole female protagonist has to be one or sure, the other because sure. that girl from uh well, there's been many female protagonists, but the one from Horizon shooting up 
Yeah. Robot dinosaurs kick ass. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. Uh, absolutely good <clears throat> to represent that. As that was well. going to say because even you yeah. know, like just watching the video on that one, I think that her, it being a female protagonist would be better because mm. you know I was starting to picture it like, well, if that was a male protagonist, yeah, I don't know if that would it'd right. be just like, oh look, it's another. My point is, is that I'm right. glad they you had they, they had something mm. else there that wasn't just it was a balance of things. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. For, right. for showing females. But, I agree with everything you guys just said, but Travis, what you just said is kind of the thing that I'm slightly afraid of, is that I hope that they were like, the, the developers of this game were like, you know, hey, this this game, is nobody really seems interested. Oh, let's make the main character a woman, then people will care. Like, that's what I hope is not yeah. happening. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? And that wasn't really how I felt. I just, I think, like, just seeing what I saw, like, I the dynamic of the game, it seemed more fitting Sure. You yeah. Know, no, like I'm, just the way the story was told. I'm not stuff using that like game that. as an, as well, an yeah, actual no, example. I yeah. just mean in general. I hope I hope nobody is saying that. Is all I'm saying. The best yeah. way I can summarize it is this: a, a that's a, the, the fear we don't want to run to run right, into is exactly. what you're saying, Charlie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A good game should be good regardless of whether it's a male or female. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. You know, but to that note, and I keep keep going down this rabbit hole, but blind people. So there's Daredevil as an example so far. Daredevil, he's a dude. And he's blind, but that's okay because he's a dude and he's kick-ass. <laughs> no, being blind is kind of scary. I mean, I would think, especially if you've had vision and then had it taken away, that's a scary thing to just have to wander through life. And having this different take on blindness and, and whatever, seeing it, I, I think if it were a man, it, you wouldn't feel... I'm, is it... Are you awesome as this character? Because I haven't seen the... what is being blind uh, in this game more of like a... Uh, Are they still Are they awesome because of it Or is it just um, like this It's not that kind of game It's it's it's, not an action game Yeah It's it's, it's, like I say It's more like an art house game And it's more like um, So it's it's a disability of some kind It's not an enhancement Like I have super hearing Yeah they're not painting it up As a good thing or a bad thing They're just painting it up As this is what it is Oh this is what it's like This is how you experience Based on what we're building Okay so I'm just I'm going down a whole lot of roads (laughs) That I'm just making up well, let's let's like goat dig you out of that hole. Okay, um, good. Thank you, goat. <laughs> um, so, of course, uh, you know, goat is on the road, and he did call in uh, as uh, with a with a goat remote. And so, let, let let's check in on goat and see how he's doing. Hey, gentlemen, it's uh, let's go goat remote number two uh, from Montpure. Fuck, are we today? Uh, Ventura, California. That's where we're at. Uh, <laughs> it's nice cold today. Well, cold for me. It's like seventy, which is much better than. You know, stupid hot. Uh, just keeping it, uh, you know, going here and uh, getting in the groove on my end. Uh, I know you guys are doing analytics today, so I uh, don't have much. Kind of jumped the gun on the uh, chiming in last week. I, I apologize for that. Uh, but, I mean, my opinion still stands. I think they'll carry over for two shows. I'm okay with them. So, uh, you boys have fun analyzing the shit out of uh, a very, very large metric ton of news. Catch you uh, next week. He sounds very busy. He does. <laughs> he does sound like a man on the go. Uh, so, thanks for checking in, Goat. Uh, glad to hear that, um, well, it's not too cold for you at 70 in California. Um, <laughs> it's actually hotter in here today. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah. So, um, that's that's what we thought of E3. Um, you know, we've, uh, it's, it's, it's nearly impossible for any one news outlet to, to cover everything in, in, uh, you know, just a couple hours of audio time. 
uh, succinctly. So uh, feel free to um, to browse over to your gaming uh, media outlet of choice to uh, check out all of the trailers and press conference videos and rundowns and yada 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 and everything else that I'm sure we did that we missed. I'm sure you guys will talk about it a lot in coming episodes as well. There's just way too much. Sure, you know yeah. to put it yeah. to put it into perspective for anybody who may not necessarily keep up with the press conferences for this, we covered nine press conferences over the course of the last two episodes. And those are usually like an hour. Uh, some of them were longer than an hour. Between and an and a hour half. to two hours, yeah. The, the the PC gaming press conference was two and a half hours long. Jeez. Um, so we we squeezed probably pretty close to ten hours worth of press conference into what maybe four hours over the course of two episodes, maybe a little yeah. less than. My God, yeah, under four hours. So we 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 got in as much as we could, I think. Yep. So uh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> um, so um, uh, briefly, John, uh, uh, what do you have coming up? Um, so we got a show coming up. Views for Villains is going to be at The Wire on uh, June 26th. That's this coming Friday. If you need tickets to the show, you can let me know. They're 8 bucks a piece. We've got pre-sale tickets. A uh, very nice new room in Berwyn. Um, you know, it's supposed to be a state-of-the-art room. Um, good drinks. Top-of-the-line no- top sound system. Should be a good time for anybody that comes out. We're going to be doing a, a costume contest there. There's going to be body painting there um and uh like a body painting competition type thing and uh we're gonna be my brother and i are gonna play mortal Kombat on a uh some sort of system while we're there together <laughs> so come play mortal Kombat with us it should be fun uh, and that's gonna be it i will be there and michelle will be there with me and so it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be so good uh cool travis do you have anything uh coming up you'd like to share uh no actually no nothing i can think of I, man, I wish I could be boring. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm just I mean, saying. No offense whatsoever, but man, I'm just so freaking busy. It's uh, having downtime is, I'm, I'm jealous of I'm, you. So. I'm probably, you know, now that I said, you know, I have nothing to do, it's going to be nonstop. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be something's going to pop get. up, and I'm going to be like, son of a bitch, all I want to do <laughs> is play Witcher. <laughs> Ricky, anything coming up that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, yeah, actually, I'm going to go High Five Goat in California. Tomorrow I'm going to, uh, I'm flying into San Francisco to see, to go to the Solid Con, um, which I, this is my first time going. What, um, what, I'm not familiar with this one. What is that one? It's sort of a hardware meets software conference. Uh, <laughs> the Internet of Things, it's kind of this weird buzzword I don't fully understand, but everything having software in it, basically, and okay, just, cool. as a software developer, that is relevant to my interests. I, I, have, so. a, <laughs> I, I have a burgeoning smart home, and so I'm very familiar with the Internet, internet of Things yes. concept, and so, yes, I'm very looking forward to when my oven can talk to me. Um, yeah. I wish my refrigerator could joke. talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, so cool. I'll be in San Francisco this week, and looking forward to it. Also, one more thing, Shemway for John. Woo! <laughs> oh, God. You know not what you have wrought. I know. Um, but I'm, I'm leaving. I'm flying the coop. John's got to deal with it. <laughs> you know what's going to suck? You say that shit, but you're going to get off your flight, and at the bottom of the stairs for the flight is going to be Ryan in a suit holding a sign that has your name on it. <laughs> yeah. Unleash the fury, man. Oh, shit. Um, on my side of things... Um, uh, MLP MSP was a blast. Um, I had so much fun. I met so many cool people, um, and I had a great time. And apparently, they were also happy with my performance because I have also now been um, enlisted to also handle the social media and photography for um, Ponyville Cider Fest in um, Milwaukee and um, uh, Winnie City PonyCon, which is uh, Chicago's first uh, PonyCon that's happening in April. Um, so, uh, so yes. Um, th- so there's a there, 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 there's a term 
called that uh, of horse famous, which are people in the community um, who have made themselves famous to people because of uh, just various aspects of, um, you know, being involved with My Little Pony, like maybe they're YouTube reviewers or just, uh, you know, whatever. Um um, I was talking to one of my friends, Drew, at uh, there. He's a he's a, a very um, well respected and, and loved handler. Um, so that uh, when the VIPs come, um, he's one of the people that like takes care of them and everything. And uh, um, he he said, you know, there's horse famous. We're well, we are referring to me and him. He's like we're becoming horse famous to the horse famous. <laughs> and uh, to the very important ponies. Is um, that what that is? Yes, yeah. VIPs, yeah. VIPs, very important ponies. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, um, I, I fame when it comes to this is the la- the last thing on my mind. Um, I'm just thrilled to be giving back to the community that I just love so very dearly. And so um, it's uh, I'm j- I'm just super excited. Um, but uh, definitely not going to be slowing down <laughs> in my uh, my uh, my lack of free time anytime soon. But I'm okay with it because it's all stuff that I love to do. And so, uh, once again, thank you to Arcade Brewery for um, for sponsoring our trilogy of E3 2015 episodes. Um, your beer is delicious. You're all beautiful. And it we is love you. very we've delicious. Been, we've been drinking here at Gamerhead Radio. We've been drinking arcade beers for... I mean, like before, you were sponsoring, but we've had arcade beer for the last three episodes during the course of the recording of the episodes and oh my god it's just it's been it's been a joy full disclosure saints yeah f- uh, f- full disclosure all the beer that we drank was purchased by myself um our arcade was just is just um you know it's, it's just a it's just a political partnership <laughs> i guess you could say <laughs> um but um you know it's uh you know we're just i i i just was thankful for the opportunity to buy and drink more of their oh yeah beer. um it, it was just it was just a very convenient excuse to drink their beer because mm-hmm. not, not that i needed one one, but whatever um right. so yes but once again thank you arcade um you're fantastic and uh and we love you and um have my baby um not really <laughs> um but uh with all that being said um if you like what you heard you can find us at gamerheadradio.com at facebook.com backslash gamerheadradio at google.com backslash plus gamerheadradio and on twitter at gamerheadradio where i am at tek charlie john is at the Fallon Flynn Goat is at Sir Ghostworth. Follow him on Twitter and on Instagram for all of his warped tour shenanigans. Travis, you're on Twitter. Yes, at TJ Twenty Nine Needles, which I got to change. Ha ha! So keep an eye out for that. And uh, Ricky, you're on Twitter <laughs> at Ricky Say Relax. Okay. Um, you can uh, email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call us and leave us a message at 94926Gamer if you agree or disagree with anything we have said opinion-wise over the course of these um, um, E3 episodes, or especially if we left anything out that you are furious that we left out, please correct us and let us know this very important thing that we did not mention. Final Fantasy Seven, Got it. What the... What the what? No, we got it. Oh, okay. I just want to mention it again. It's worth it. Okay. Um, download the official uh, Gamerhead Radio app on uh, Google Play and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Thank you very much for listening. This has been your E3 coverage provided by Gamerhead Radio. Gamerhead Radio.